countdown has begun. A great transformation is sweeping across the world of Galarian. How will our heroes handle the transition? Will the changes bring about Doomsday or a bright new dawn? Sugarfueled Gamers, in association with RPG MP3, present Doomsday Dawn, the Pathfinder 2nd Edition Playtest Adventure. Episode 1. Voice of the Editor here. This campaign is the pre-written adventure for the Pathfinder 2nd Edition Playtest. It's primarily something of a rules playtest, so you should expect a little bit less role-playing and less story consistency than you might have come to expect from our usual efforts from the Sugarfueled Gamers. Bear with us as we all learn together how the rules of Pathfinder 2nd Edition work. Uh, we'd love to hear your feedback on this and Pathfinder 2nd Edition in general, but there's not a lot of point in endeavouring to correct us on rules specifics that we will doubtlessly make several mistakes on. By the time we play this, edit the audio and post it online, we've probably found the answer, or the rules have doubtlessly changed and moved on. Alright, we are at Pathfinder, um, Pathfinder Playtest 2. Where would you like to take this at? Do you want to know about characters? Do you want to impart wisdom to us? Okay, well, first I'd like to state to anybody who's listening to this, because I may release this in a moment of madness, uh, this will be my first time running a campaign. It will be the Pathfinder playtest. So it's a also in a system that I am not too familiar with. As are as none of the players. <laughs> yeah, we're certainly not going to be able to show you what I'm, I'm just looking at this character sheet. And I am totally bewildered. <laughs> Roll d20. Roll the five. I can see these are the skills. Alright, admittedly I can see some of what's going on here. But, but look, the stats are at the bottom. That's just weird. Uh, my name is Adam. I am currently playing with two people. We have Jared, who is... Uh, my current GM, so you could expect for me to stab him mercilessly during the campaign. As, as the guy that owns the recorder, I'm the only consistent person in all the show <laughs> <laughs> games. And we have his lovely and long-suffering wife, Helen. Well said. <laughs> She's gorgeous, isn't she? <laughs> You're just trying to rub it in. Yeah. I'm smoking rightly so. <laughs> As I've only got two players who are mad enough to do this with me, they will each be having uh, two characters each. One is the main primary character, the other is a subsidiary, or whatever you want to call a secondary character. A backup character. There we go. Henchman. Henchman works. <laughs> I mean, the, the point is to have one to roleplay and one to roleplay less. Yeah. So you're not having to talk for two people, which is the hard bit. And now that I've introduced myself a little bit, um, either one of the cap- any one of the players who are now walking away from the table, I'm back. I'm back. I want and shit. <laughs> can now talk about their characters. I'm just looking at all the uh, the small holes in my. So, do we want to lead off with Jared's really mature characters or my really immature characters? Whatever the players like. Uh, so, my. This guy <laughs> has a speed of 25 feet, which is his most important attribute. Uh, also, my, my main character is Zian Lightfoot. Who, Zian. Zian. Uh, who is a halfling monk from Tianzai, which is the fantasy Asia thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and his backstory is that he was washed. He is from uh, he's the esoteric scion background, so he's from a weird cult of something or other, and he ends up somewhere. Um, and at some point was traveling by sea when he washed up on a desert island and was stranded there. And the only thing he could find was this awesome big stick, which he then trained like Green Arrow with and learned how to kick ass and take names, etc, etc. And at some point he got off the island and re-entered the adventure. And he is a monk who uh, has uh, amazing stuffs, no doubt. I will tell you about my monk thing if you care, Adam. Uh, I have strength and dex and wisdom and a bunch of other shit. Um, Ah, I have graceful expertise, and as a expert in unarmored combat, have an AC one higher than other people not wearing armor, which is uh, thrilling. And I have the feet monastic weaponry, right? I have monk weapons and shit, so I have a bow staff. And my secondary henchman to him is Charles Montgomery III, the human cleric of Abadar, uh, who has decided, because functionally he's not all that bright, uh, that following Zian and a big, a big tough guy like Zian is the ticket to uh, wealth and happiness. And he is a sort of prof- semi-professional tomb raider. Breaks into places... No, well, breaks into tombs. Breaking into houses is illegal. And Abadar does not encourage it. But stealing from the dead is okay. As long as it's an ancient enough civilization. Uh... He is a mindquake survivor, which means he saw bad, grisly Cthulhu dreams, I think. Yes. Um, and his class feature he has is deadly simplicity, so he is better with his crossbow, his Abadarian simple weapon. Go to him. Alright, so um, my lead character um, calls herself, has a real elven name, but she calls herself Ember, Mistress of Flame. At, at, at really every opportunity. Um, she is an elven sorcerer um, who was um, uh, kicked out, might be a trifle hard, of her simple elven village in, um, of Forest Heart um, because they said she was disturbing the tranquility. Did she set the village on fire? No, she sent some of the surrounding trees on fire and then put it out rather hastily. The village burning was just a sign. <laughs> no, no, they put out the trees, but, you know, the, the, it could happen again, was their thinking. Also, she was just generally kind of noisy and loud and bounced around the place, being very cheerful with people, and um, they felt uh, uh, suggested that she might enjoy adventuring, and she agreed. She um, spent about... Um, Four weeks in the academy in Corvosa before they said she was ruining the tranquility. <laughs> they didn't say she was ruining the tranquility, but you could tell. That's what they were thinking. You're ruining the tranquility. Um, she um, has bopped around. She's been kicked out of a number of learned institutions of magic, and the Arachne. What's the full title, Adam? The Arachne Academy of Arcane Arts. I actually put up with her for a whole two months until she got bored and left. But we're pretty confident they were breathing a sigh of relief. <laughs> um, she is a very, very evocation-focused sorcerer who really likes setting things on fire. She has a bunch of esoteric knowledges and is a um, and a interested in well many things. But um, Osiris, she is interested in um, the land of Osirian. Oh, she is interested in the land of Osirian and um, is an Osirianologist, 
or an aspiring Osiriologist on here, but I believe it's actually more of an aspiring thing. She's never actually done it. But she is, in fact, interested in robbing tombs, although she's interested in pretty much anything, at least for a while. <laughs> um, her compatriot, um, no one's entirely clear on what his real name is, but he answers to Stabby, is a small and excessively violent goblin who has discovered that in... who has discovered that wandering around alone in um, human lands leads to him winding up in jail because he has impulse control issues when it comes to uh, and a difficulty understanding the very complicated and intricate human rules about when it is and isn't okay to stab. He previously hung around with a gang of goblins but that went bad. Real bad. And now he's picked following this elven girl who and it, it, she tells him when it's okay to kill things and he's got some fire resistance, so they're a perfect match. Neither of them had any impulse control, but I'm sure it'll be fine. And I believe that we'd hooked up on the assumption that um, Zian is a, a fervent follower of Rory, the Master of Masters, and believes that you have been sent to teach him patience. And hey, we're... Um, Rory sends challenges, you are one of those challenges. I, I think yeah. the phrase is, he sent her to test you. You are my trial. <laughs> People always say stuff like that. I've never really understood why. <laughs> that is one of the reasons you are my trial. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes, the um, four of us have run across each other. The two groups of us were travelling and have run across each other, and um, due to um, Zian's fairly saint-like patience and um, Charles's desire for wealth, have not got they have not gotten browned off with the two of us yet. We're now totally prepared to do a thing. But what thing are we doing? Well, you have been hired by a lady named, and I'm going to mangle this because it is a fantasy name, uh, Caleri Deverin. Caleri Deverin? Yes. Okay. Um, she's, um, she's a noble. Uh, looking after a uh, small village. Um, and, oh, sorry, what am I thinking? I'm thinking about a different character. This is a good start. Uh, okay, so she's a noble in the city, sorry. And so we're at, sorry, give me a bit of background. Where are we right now? We're in. Um, you're at her house. No, oh. um, we're, we're in the world. Oh, we're in the world. We're in the world. Is Calvary a devil? Is it Magnamar? Yes, Magnamar's the one. So Where's you know Magnamar? Where Magnamar is? Uh, so, um, right. yes. you're in Varesia. Okay. Here's Corvosa down here. Yeah. Sandpoint's over here. That yep. a week's travel issues Magnamar. Yeah. Right. So Mag- Mag- Magnamar's the one of the two or three biggest cities in Varesia. Right. Corvosa so we're in, okay. We're in a city in Varesia yeah, called big, Magnamar. Big city in Varesia. Gotcha. Okay. Understood. Yeah. And we're at the house of. Uh, it's where the Shattered Star guys were. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So you're at her house. Okay. Um, and she's telling you about. She's going on about how. She's hired you for a job. Yep, of course. Yeah. The thing is, she's been. Invi- I've been. Sorry. I've been invited to uh, my cousin Kendra's um, festival down in a town near Sandpoint. She's the mayor of this place, quite a quaint little place. And um, 
I thought it would be nice if I brought the family heirloom, the Star of Desna there, as part of the Stout celebrations. But when I went down to the family vault under the house, I found out I'd been robbed. Zian looks at Stampy. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Most unfortunate. Please go on. Now, we have incredibly, I have an incredibly good lock on the vault. It, of course, has been a vault of my family for generations. But somebody had actually dug in through the floor from the sewers. And they've robbed me blind, not just of the star, but of everything in the vault. This must be a great trial to you. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, I mean, most of the stuff can be replaced. I mean, I have a sizable ball count at the uh, Church of Avadar, but the star is, like I said, a family heirloom. It's been with us for generations. So we could go stick our head down in the tunnel and see who has taken your stuff. Ah, but that's the best part. I know who has stolen the star. When I went down there and did an inventory of the missing items, I found a goblin woman in the corner. The end stares at Stanley again, <laughs> more significantly this time. Turns out she was part of the burglary party that robbed my vault, but she stayed behind for fear of a um, particular individual in their ranks. Ember um, looks at Sammy and then moves <laughs> Everyone looks at Sammy. <laughs> Apparently, the goblins in the sewers, the uh, mud chewer tribe, uh, have got a have got a new boss in their ranks by the name of Dracus the Taker. <laughs> what right now? So, is this Sammy's old boss? Uh, Stabby will look around and then um, will um, mutter um, something in Goblin. And then deep, deep, stab, 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 mean, mean bastard. Doesn't, unfair cut of take. He'll look around. Go on. <laughs> In Friesian. I presume Friesian is the local language? It is indeed. Yep. Uh, yes, quite. Apparently he's quite a uh, brutal and uh, thuggish fellow. Sammy nods with considerable <laughs> fur, which is ironic in and of itself. And this, um, this uh, goblin woman by the name of Tolga, uh, she's actually um, asked for sanctuary. Uh, basically, she just does not want to go anywhere near that um, fellow and is willing to impart some information to us about where the star is and what she might expect below. That would be most useful. We would be most pleased to meet with her at the most convenient time. Excellent, excellent. Telga! Here, now! Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, she's still a goblin. <laughs> um... Out comes a goblin woman who smells even worse than the typical goblin. Thank you, Yorori, for this <laughs> trial to my olfactory senses. So, does Sammy recognize this goblin woman? Uh, yes. Yes, he does. <laughs> Alright. 
She's trying to make absolutely no eye contact with him. Alright, Sammy returns the favor. They are two goblins who do not know each other. And will in fact um, get out um, his great pick and um, polish it on his shirt in an ostentatious, I'm not looking at anybody kind of, because this goblin is of no interest to me kind of way. This other goblin is of no interest to me. And I totally never thought she was hot. <laughs> yes, yes, mistress, pretty mistress. <laughs> not hitting mistress. <laughs> now, now, you know that's quite all right. That's quite all right. Just tell these these people what you've told me. Oh, and show them the map, would you? Yes, yes, mistress. Yes, mistress. And she puts out a crudely drawn map on some cloth, which you can see before you. <laughs> what a well, what a remarkably well drawn map. <laughs> It's so precise how you managed to divide it into five-foot squares. Yes, I think she has some rather talent in the arts. I may have to try and teach her some more. Uh, now, Talga, you're you're safe now, but I want you to answer any question these pe- questions these people have of you. Okay? Now, I've got a meeting to go to. You'll be safe with these people, don't worry. They're nothing like your boss. Well, maybe the goblin over there, but... <laughs> You'll be quite safe. Ta-da! And Charles Montgomery Third will say to her, Oh, my lady, they will fear not for the security of your precious heirloom. Take your hand. We shall have it returned. This is exactly what we do for a living. She arches an eyebrow and says, Quite. <laughs> And you're left alone in the room with Toga. Rich people. Hey, Toga. Stabby Susan Gobble. Hey, Stabby. You okay? Uh, I big folk treating you right? Uh, she's okay for big folk. Doesn't pitch, doesn't stab, feeds me. That good. One endorsement. <laughs> so we want to go. We want to go. All right. So Snabby will switch into raising. We want to go kill. What's the name? Dracul. Dracus. Dracus. Dracus the Taker. Dracus. I like the Taker. The Taker we, makes it. Up. We go. We want to go kill Dracus. You tell us where, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's at the uh, he's at the old hideout. Uh, and, uh, Snabby looks um, looks guilty. Where's that? <laughs> uh, I'll I'll show you, but I, I can't go back there. I, I can lead you to the to the front, but 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 Dracus there can't go back to Dracus. It okay. I kill him, and then it looks up at him. But okay, I kill Dracus. It would not. Do you understand what she is saying? <laughs> no, we've switched into oh, right. we switched into Verizzi and right. when, when he says um, I I, yeah. I killed Dracus when he said um, you show us what which is why he looks guilty when she promptly mentioned the um, at our old hideout. <laughs> so where's the hideout? Does that make sense? Uh, I, I'll show you. I'll yeah. lead you there. Taking us there. Oh, okay. So we're not looking at this. But we're looking at a map, and yes, yeah, yeah. he's telling us, I'm taking you to the hideout, this is the map I've drawn you of it. Oh, okay. So you have an idea what you're doing. What should we be prepared for? Dracus will have a gang of goblins with him? Yeah, yeah, the, the mature tribe. 
They sound like another of the great trials Irori brings into our life. Oh. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, they're all, they're all trying. Uh, great government warriors, all of them. Well, those that are left. I see. What happened to the others? Fracas. You, when one of us speaks up or doesn't get a good take, he takes us into the dark room and he drinks their blood. That sounds like. Has this Dracus ever been seen outside in the daylight? No. Perhaps he is some sort of. Uh, Yes, I do know things about religion. Perhaps he is some sort of vampire. Oh, then I can set him on fire. Yes, yes, the fire solution again. <laughs> Vampires are we... vulnerable to fire. And this is why we can no longer go back to Corvosa. <laughs> Queen well, Iliosa was most upset about that garden. <laughs> well, just me. The rest of you can go back. Well, Stabby's sort of not supposed to go places without me, technically. I, for one, have never been arrested in Corvosa, says Charles. Eyes <laughs> <laughs> oh, shifting side to side. <laughs> anyway, so... I absolutely didn't used to talk like this. <laughs> so, anyway, Dracus, vampire, okay. set him on fire, got it, and we set the other goblins on fire, or Stabby can stab them. Sounds like we've got a plan. Should we go? Is there anything further that you think we should know, Mr. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll just have a think. Uh, Please take your time. There's there's all the usual bugs and crawlies down there. It's a sewer. That's where they live. And the stabby makes little tasty noises. Some of them are a lot bigger than others. Once again, Hirori, you will lead me to new olfactory experiences. As 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 for the as for the others, they won't they won't stop fighting. But they think they think they're chosen now, the ones that are left. That they, they won't stop fighting until he's dead. Yeah, the and Goblin. Yeah, they all going crazy. That's why I left. It's it's kind of barrel bad down there. Steady rule. Good, you're up, I guess. Stuff. Oh, uh, Charles would have asked um, Miss uh, Delverin for a descriptor of the Star of Desna, which I assume will be pretty damn obvious when we find it. Oh yes. But, yeah. You're looking for a. A friggin' diamond in the sewers, so. <laughs> yeah, it will probably stick out. Shining with an inner light. Once, once again. <laughs> yeah, no, all good. Alright, and are we ready to proceed? Or do people have uh, further questions? A stabby. Yeah? Uh, these, these big folk. Can they see like we do? No, that. The pointy-eared one's okay, but not like proper goblin vision. And these two are practically blind. Uh, 
that they should they should take some likes with them then it, it, it's okay for us uh, us goblins and, uh, apparently the the uh, the elf but uh, some people don't see too well in the dark I understand. We have torches and lanterns and suitable equipment. No doubt Charles is prepared. Of course. I, for one, am no, nowhere near encumbered by my heavy armour and lack of strength. <laughs> there are many more things I could carry, like a stick that was on fire. <laughs> Not a lantern, though. That, that would have bulked me. Uh, okay, well, if you're... If you're ready, uh, uh, I've got candles, or I can set some stuff on fire. I have an actual hooded lantern which I can cover. <laughs> I am sure we will be fine, but it is good to know of the conditions. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, well, so, so shall we get going? Yeah, let's go. Come on, let's go. <laughs> Enough talking. Let's go find something to burn. Oh, okay. No, it's okay. Not you. You'll be at the back. <laughs> that, that's that's good. <laughs> and um, she's so little yeah. and cute. <laughs> she uh, leads you through the sewers. It's not a complicated path, but she takes you through uh, cracks in the wall and doors where, if you did know they were there, you would you probably wouldn't see them. You just you just offhand ignore them. Thank you, old master of masters. <laughs> and she will take you to the front that's in, that bit in front of Jared. So if you could put yourselves in your marching order. Okay, so um, Ember will be at the back. Um, Stabby is quite happy to help lead the way. Yeah, I imagine that's about Yeah, it. that looks good. Okay. And... Uh, she um, says, "This is this is as far as I oh, go. I, I don't want him to catch me again. I saw what he he did to old Rex Chewer. He he. No, 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 no. I I I go. I go. I go. Yeah. Alas, poor Rex Chewer. Did you know him well, Stabio? He was dumb <laughs> yes. and old." Uh, you Certainly, you are the intellectual among us. <laughs> take take care of yourself. We'll make those make that big folk lady be nice to you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good good luck, Debbie. You are you're not quite as uh, as as dog brained as old Stop Chew used to say. <laughs> And then she runs off. Yeah. Oh, it's love. <laughs> Not dog brain. That's goblin for take me. Stabby is far too intimidated to achieve anything of the kind. Yeah. He's going to go do things he understands, like stab people. Okay, so you walk down the corridor with your lanterns. Yeah, um, oh, um, Zian has a lantern. I'm just trying to find um, lights to look at. How much light we actually need? I'm quite happy to run it as long as you've got an active light source. Yeah, Good. Uh, yep. So we we look into this room. What do we see? Right. So you can just 
blast of light cantrips on things. So yep. we've got like a torch lighted light, which is the best we're going to do anyway. Yeah. Because uh, uh, I've just realized that both of my guys are double-handed weapons. <laughs> yeah. No problem. That's so, okay. If you run into a fight, you can just fight in the dark. That's right. <laughs> Shouldn't be a problem at all. So, um... Ember has lit up the because um, Ember is in a black robe with fo- big, big dramatic um, flames all over it, and she has lit up some of the flames with the light cantrips. So she is literally glowing right now. Okay, so the room you find yourself in is a room of cut stone. Uh, it is slimy and gross and. St- Dinks of decay and basically death. <laughs> that had better be a very big diamond. Uh, the torchlight reveals that in the entrance to the opposite corridor, uh, there's scorch marks from a blazing fire and t- pile, a couple of piles of burnt bones. I just I can't Zian just can't help but wonder if Stabby and Ember have been here before. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Stabby edges cautiously in the room into the room looking around for active opponents that he can stab. Okay, so And given what we're doing, I presume we'll be weapons out across the board. Yeah, absolutely. His his giant pick that is nearly as big as he is is at the ready. And if you could be so kind, make me a perception check. Right. Uh, having been told um, goblins in them, would you like me to go and get a box that has lots of actual little goblin minis in it? If you like. Yeah, but I just, I kind of assume it'll be down here. Gives me a chance to read more of this. <laughs> Alright, so I'm thwarted by my lack of a perception skill. If you don't have a perception skill. Actually, I should have a copy of this. Doesn't have this one. Right, I will have a look. Because I've been writing up character notes all day, so. This should be a bit more sensitive. Uh, perception is no longer a skill, it's just a thing everyone has. Oh. It's somewhere. Uh, here it is. Ah, right, okay, Senses. Yeah, yeah. Cool. first look at the character sheets. Alright, um, Stabby gets a 15. He is not troubled by the whiff of death. This is comfortable and oddly whole, familiar to him. This environment is oddly familiar to him. We've got a whole box of little goblins and goblin minis and trolls and etc. Okay. Anybody else can roll perception as well? I'm just going to pinch an extra D20 for Charles. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> here, here, D20. Here. Uh, that would be 19 for ZM. Nice. And uh, surprisingly high for Charles as well. Uh, at least 17 for him. Ember gets a 10. She's kind of vaguely glancing into the room but also looking back up the corridor. Okay. Also, I've got to say, she looks a lot like that chick on the cover. Ah, that's, um, that's Sione. That's the iconic sorceress. Ah, yes. Which I Except think she's you, not covered in tattoos. Which I think you vaguely... No, she is. No, I mean, I'm just saying Ember isn't covered in ah. tattoos, unlike Sione. Okay, so what do we see? Um, you see a room full of muck and old bones. Well, you've been part of the tribe, you knew 
You, yeah. you throw your old food scraps into here because yeah. you know it's far away from everything. Actually, quite smart for goblins, but there you go. Mm-hmm. And that's the. And you're walking in like that. You going in first, or you yeah, still yeah. walk? Sebby's already wandered in. Okay. Do we want to default to sort of moving in this vague unit, or...? Yeah, okay, we can go with that. We sort of move forward. Oh, goody. Mm-hmm. Ish, ish. Oh, goody. You so failed yeah, your perception check. Same out when fails? we walk into okay. a thing, yes. basically. <laughs> okay. Man, I... <laughs> it was like a 21. I couldn't be much better at that. I rolled a 19. Okay. Uh, it's, it's a sneaky <laughs> thing. Yes, it is a bet. A sneaky slime. Slime. So, as you walk forward, with various things popping and blopping, you'll see one of the bubbles just get bigger and bigger and bigger and... Oh, dear. It's not a bubble. It's a slime. It's slime time. (laughs) And if you would please roll for initiative. That's using your perception because you weren't trying to sneak in here, you're just trying to walk in. Okay. Oh god. <laughs> Isn't the world's fastest slime as well? It's the slime of terror and unwholesome death. Just this could be a very <laughs> short play. <laughs> just give me a moment to um so we have a once again a Charles a Ember a Stabby and will Slime be sufficient? Yep, Slime will be sufficient Okay, initiatives uh, Ember got um, 13 Yep. Feel free to shout out Slime 26 <laughs> Oh sorry, 24 <laughs> Well, that, that's higher than anyone else is going to get on 20s. So yeah. You uh, didn't see it coming. Uh, Stabby gets a 15. Uh, Charles, where's the initiative? It's perception. Ah, oh, right, thank you. Uh, Charles on 6. And on 17. Is that sufficient for everyone's needs? Yeah. Let's see what's happening. Alright, and the slime gets a surprise round, presumably. Yes, it does. Now I'm just going to have to double check what surprise rounds do in this new system. Supplies! Supplies, god, that joke is old. I'm sorry, I'm using my terrible (laughs) agent acting. Voice of the editor here. Now, what system playtest would be complete without us looking up copious amounts of rules in the book and trying to find out how things actually work? Of course, you probably actually don't want to listen to endless minutes of silence of us flipping through books, so I've elected to partially edit this audio. Anything that runs about 30 seconds or less of us looking things up, I've left in there. Um, Anything that's longer than that, I've clipped out and replaced with something else so that you can have the experience of us looking up rules without having to listen to endless lengths of silence. Alright, rather than drag this on, I'll just say that he goes... We'll just start with the first round. Yeah. Don't worry about the surprise. I don't see anything about the, the surprise rounds work on the other. But 
Excellent. So, as soon as people get within ten feet of him, yep. which they have done, uh, he comes to life. My, what fine with rustic bubble texture. <laughs> and so begins the trials of the monk, as it uses its special attack, Filth Wave. These things are simple trials. <laughs> right. Everybody make a reflex save. In fairness, we signed up for the sword. <laughs> Apparently. I like these dice you've taught me. <laughs> Mine are not doing so. Charles isn't. Uh, Alright, um. So Stabby crit fumbles and Ember gets a five, so they're both hit by filth, filth wave, uh, I would imagine. Zian gets a 19, and Charles gets an 11. Okay, anybody who gets a 15 or better manages to dodge this. Okay. Anybody who fails but doesn't crit fail, take 1d4 point of acid damage. So you're going to need to tell us how much acid damage. I'll get a notepad to... Um, did stuff. Yeah. The um, crit fail is not just rolling ones anymore, remember? Oh. Um, so, right. when you roll a one, you critically fail even if you succeed. Uh, you also critically fail if your total is 10 lower than the difficulty class. So it's 15, so. 5 or less. Okay, so we both. So both your characters crit fail, Charles regular fails. Yeah. Okay, so Charles, you take two points of acid damage. Yep. And gain the. The hampered condition. Yep. Which means your movement speed is reduced by 10 feet. (laughs) Yep. That's alright, I don't need to walk places. My speed is now 10 foot. Yep. I'm already in heavy. He's already in medium. Okay, armor, what so. about Ember and Stabby? They both take two points of acid damage. Yep. Um, so where's he? Where are their hit points? Uh, third or fourth thing down. There's a thing that says max. Uh, uh, yep. Okay. So two points, you say? Two points. Okay. And talk to him, slime. <laughs> yep. Uh, you both gain the hampered condition, which is down to full yep. movement. Yep. yep. And you're both not prone. Yep. Yeah. Don't. And we're, we're like well, walking. Slime isn't in melee with us, is it? It's just done this from us. Just done I think the, the theory is it's bubbling up and knocking a big wave of burning filth at us. Okay. <laughs> it's got like its own tsunami of filth spirit, which is just lovely, but it is a sewer monster. So. It will then take the second action to move up. Yep. And it's the third action to do a strike. Yep. Okay, against, I believe it's the monk up the front. It is the monk, yes. Sweet. I raise my bow staff and prepare to be beaten on. Okay. I'll be licked out of the way. So that's an 18. Uh, that will hit me by 4. Whoa. So it's not a critical hit because it's, it's not 10 over. Yep. So it's a regulation brand hit. Okay, so you take. Uh, five points of pseudopod damage yep. and four points of acid damage. Ouch. Uh, okay, I'm nearly unconscious. 
And that's its turn. Yep. Okay, so now it's you. Yep. Yakety sacks that I can do without that. Fair warning, when it's my turn, I'm going to ask lots of questions about how actions work. Yeah, so. yep, that's true. So I'll actually start uh, explaining at length what I'm, what I'm doing and why. Yep. Uh, so, importantly, there's, there's not a tax of opportunity anymore, generally. Right. Special things have them, but it's now a special ability instead of a default. Okay. Uh, you have three actions in a round. Yep. Uh, moving is an action, attacking is an action, knowing stuff is now an action. Right. So if you want to make a knowledge check on what's the slime, that's yeah. now an action as well. Um, but you get three of them, and your spell casting, I think, will generally take up two. It depends how many components are in the spell. Yeah. Like verbal and somatic means that you, if you look at your other little spell list there, or I think that one has some tickies on how many actions it takes, possibly. Um, it's got, um, it doesn't have. Um, doesn't appear to have any techies. Right. Do you um, have your spell list of oh, words? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That, that. I have that list. Casting, uh, uh, it's got so, casting, somatic, and verbal casting. Yeah, so it will take two actions one to wave your arms and one to shout burning hands or whatever. Right. Um, so, other th- can you attack? If can you attack three times? Yes, yes but at increasingly second, horrible penalties. Yes. Right. The second attack will be at minus five. The ter- third at minus ten. Right. So, are the th- three actions like a standard, a move, and a minor? No, or they're no, just no. They're, you have, you have three standard actions, basically, right. okay. and movements are now standard actions. Right. So, if I wanted to shoot something with my longbow, that's just one standard action. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. I've got some and likewise, I assume getting up from pro would probably be one as well. I would imagine so. Yeah. Gonna look that up. Okay. While Jared takes his turn, uh, I will just look up whether there is a point to flanking it or not. I presume it probably is. Thirty-three point three. I feel like I should be tumbling around it, but. Um, <laughs> Okay, so there is a point to flanking it. Uh, so Zien is going to unleash his flurry of blows, wherein I make two strikes as a single action. Um, because I have monastic weaponry, they have to be unarmed strikes, but because I have monastic weaponry, my monk weapons are unarmed strikes, functionally. Yep. So red one's the first one, the second one's a minus five penalty. Uh, where's my hits? Uh, uh, wait, I'd be amazed if the second one hits on a six. It hits. Really? It's news. Okay, so the second one hits. Uh, the first one quite certainly crit, crits it then, presuming that it's not immune to crits. It's news. It is immune to crits? It's immune to crits. Okay. <laughs> so I hit it to twice then. Uh, I roll... Plus three. So, eight. Uh, uh, so that's seventeen off both shots combined, and if they both hit the same creature, the damage is combined for the purposes of any resistances or weaknesses or whatever it has. Okay. It takes seventeen damage. Well done. So I smash it twice with the staff, <coughs> uh, and then I will. Move around behind it. Yep. 
Uh, and for my third action, I will activate my bow staff's parry ability, which ups my AC by one. I wave the staff defensively at it. So the two attacks you did, is that part of like a flurry of blows? Yeah, my, my monk ability is flurry of blows, which is make two unarmed strikes for a single action once per round. Nice. I, I, I presume I still have minus five penalty on the second one, but as it transpires, it's uh, sort of easy to hit anyway. So, yeah, Zien strikes it twice in quick succession with the end of the quarter, the bow staff, <laughs> then sort of rolls around behind it and be ready! I don't believe you take the minus uh, five because it's um, all one action. Oh, yeah. Well, then I hit it some more. <laughs> okay, it's taken 17 damage. Alright, um, so I have a bunch of character abilities and yes. no idea what they do in no book. Sure, so. sure. I can look up anything you want or you can... Alright, so... Um, Whatever works best for you, Tina. Alright, so... Um, the... What is sudden charge and what is um, and what do I get when I rage? Things that I don't have written down here that I need to know. As a babidi barbarian, when you rage, it is an action to rage. Yeah, I thought it might be. You gain temporary hit points of your level plus your con modifier, which will be three, four, something in that neighbourhood. Yeah. Uh, it's a plus two con modifier. Uh, yes, you gain three hit, three bonus hit, temporary hit points. Um, these um, things are still plus twos and plus zeros and things from the stat. Like yes, yes, uh, yeah, the stats work that produce produce the same modifiers. Cool, I filled those in. All right, so temporary hit points level plus con. Uh, plus two to damage with melee weapons. Uh, you're discouraged from using ones that are. Light or agile, whatever, but using a big double handed yeah, yeah. so it doesn't matter to you. Yeah. Uh, minus one to AC. Minus one to AC, yep. You can't concentrate on things, which is probably relevant to you. Yeah. And three rounds after you start, you stop raging and then can't rage for one round because you yeah. get tired and sleepy. So. Or, or however the fuck that works. Rounds of rage. One round. Off. Okay, and what does some charge do? Uh, for two actions, yep. you may stride up to double your stride beam move. You may move up to double your speed and then strike your enemy with a melee attack. Right, good to know. So it's, it's like what regular charge cool. used to be without the penalty to AC. Alright, um, okay, so... Um, Stabby is going to stand up. Is that a whole action? Yep, that's one action. Okay. He is going to move into um attack this thing. Yep, that's two actions. Yep. Um Although well, no, you don't really need to move. Oh um, that's true. I, I, I uh, don't need to be flanking it at this time. I want to, but um, I'll <laughs> say no, okay. Uh, so why not flank it? Well, because if I use I want to rage? Ah, uh, yes, okay, yeah, fair point. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I'd rather... Because Stabby would rage. He's angry that he got knocked down by this goon war. Yes, so I... Yeah, I, no, he'll move into flank with one of his spare actions on the next step. I'm not adjusted to rage as, a, um, yeah. as an action. Yeah, so Stabby um, scrambles to his feet, howl, begins um, howling a goblin war cry, and brings his pick down with all his tiny goblin fury on the, um, on the slime. Nice. 
have you found your hidden damage and things? Mm-hmm. Up um, here? Yeah, I found the great pick. Uh, so the three is the attack? Yep. Okay. Two strength, one proficiency, I uh, Alright, and his fury is great. His accuracy is pretty shite. I hit it with a six. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Good point, but it's attack is... It. So he gets a seven. He hits! Yay! Okay, and then the he slime rolls... The slime just, kind of, just kind of sits there going... Alright, he rolls a d10 plus two, and then he adds an additional... Um, it's got a trait of fatal. Which I think is... That's going to be a credibility, though. I right? think yeah. that's a credibility. I'll look it up. If cool. Alright, and... Um, ooh, and he rolls max damage. <laughs> 14 points of gr- brutal great pick damage. <laughs> you cut it almost in half. But it is still up. Well done, slime. <laughs> God, if these things were a Dragon Quest, it would be a much different game. Right. Yeah. Uh, right, so you're welcome to write this down if you desire. Yeah. Fatal. Uh, on a crit, your weapon does a d12 instead of its regular dice, plus another d12. Right. Does. Does. Plus whatever it is that a critical hit normally does. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, guys. It's going to take me a while. For no, that's, that's fine. We're, we're, we're all learning. learning. That's all right. sort of the point. All right. Ember spins an action standing up. Excellent. And then, um, with her remaining two actions, she is going to break out some sort of. Let's see. Alright, the cantrips will use two actions as well. Yeah, well, spells use two. Your cantrips are infinite, however, your spells are not. Alright, um. So, um, she's got three. It looks like she's got three three first level spells. Okay, so. Because it's got a slot of three. Each day you can cast up to two first level spells plus one extra one due to the power of your bloodline. Yeah. So it's got. And you've put three in here, so I presume that's the number of spells she casts. Alright, so, um... Alright, um... And your cantrips you can use at will any number of times per day. Sweet. Um, is it going to cause a penalty to, um... Is it going to cause a penalty that there's people in melee with it? Does that still apply? Uh, that's what I'm just looking up now. I believe not. Charles is looking at shooting his crossbows into melee as well. And then we'll just keep on reading. feeling that that one might be dead. Uh, there's stuff in here about range increments and all this sort of thing, but... Um, cool, works for me. Yeah. Alright, um, Ember um, concentrates, and um, for her somatic, comp- for her, um, throws her hand out, and for her verbal component, fear the icy blast of the north, disgusting slime monster! <laughs> and um, she is going to ray of frost it. Wow, it's annoyed her so much she's not even using fire on it. She doesn't always use fire. It's, you know, people get grouchy. He's grouchy enough already. If I set him on fire, he'd be even grouchier. It's a cone effect. I've got burning hands, it's a cone effect. Alright, so I get an 8, which, you know, I kind of presume hits the thing even before I add my ranged bonuses. Oh, yes. So then I am doing a, apparently a D8 cold damage. Okay. Uh, I wrote down your spell attack thing for you, didn't I? 
all good. Uh, you wrote down my... What, your bonus to hit throwing spells? Uh, quite possibly, um... Where did you produce the number that you added to the dice that you rolled, or uh, you didn't? I, I didn't. I, um, I, I got an eight. High enough. Yeah, I got an eight on the dice, but I am interested... Oh, here, yes, yes, you did, it's up the top. See it? Okay, so, um, yes, so eight points of cold damage as a wintry blast flies out from Ember's hand, which looks almost exactly like what that cold, you know, white cold thing Herminia is holding. And as the frigid frost of the frozen port, couldn't think of another F, uh, hits the slime, it freezes, becomes brittle, and shatters. You may remove it from the map. It is dead. Ember laughs. <laughs> it's Triumph. a maniacal laugh. <laughs> it is a bit of a maniacal laugh. <laughs> Stabby glances around, stabs the frozen, broken bits of, of, a couple of times, and then appears to calm himself as his rage ends. There are others in this complex. It is best if we do not yell, Ha ha, I killed it at the top of our lungs. <laughs> but I did kill it, and it's totally dead. And it's just, right, look what it did to my robe. And Ember casts prestigitation and begins cleaning herself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she'll do other people after she's done with her, but the spell looks like it takes a long time. So. I think we are going to be in the sewers for a while. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, while we're not fighting anything else, I'm going to be cleaning my robe. And then if I get done with that, I will clean you, and then him, and then Stabby. Because Stabby doesn't mind. Uh, Do we search this room for mm, treasures? Well, there might be artifacts of some kind in here, and we're all already covered in filth anyway. Let's have a look around. And we are looking for discarded artifacts, and there might be valuables in here. Valuables we can uh, uh, give to the glory of Abadar by wearing the shiny things ourselves. And uh, Charles will borrow um, Zian's long bow staff and start poking through the piles of muck to look for shiny things like giant diamonds as big as his head or whatever. Is he also taking this some time to wipe this slime off? Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't stick to you too badly. Yeah, he's Zian, not so much. Oh, Zian actually didn't get slime in the first place. So that's yeah, yeah, Zian <laughs> is the incongruously clean one. Uh, Charles will cast. Thaumaturgy and start doing the same thing. <laughs> oh, no, he doesn't know it. Oh. Alright, so what's the, the um, what's the search the room skill? Oh, yeah, Charles took light as well. More what, light. What's the search the room skill? I assume it's perception again. Yep. Okay, alright, so um, perception checks. Yep. Uh, if I don't find it, you probably won't. That's a 23 for Charles. Stabby's got nothing. <laughs> and, um,. Ember gets an 18, so that would have been the good role if not outclassed, but Charles has a special affinity for shiny objects. Yeah. Pokes with the stick. Okay, you look around the chamber, and what do you find? Ooze and filth is about where my money's at. There is a drain at the centre of the room. Sadly, it's blocked up and looked like it has been for years. Yep. So it's not letting anything out. Um, but sadly, there is nothing of worth. Mm-hmm. Cursed beasts. Have they no sense of civilization? Stabby growls. <laughs> well, you must understand it, boy. If they had money, now we would have money. <laughs> <laughs> they are point with them to take your money. 
Big thing? I don't know, that would be uncivilized. Right up you. <laughs> there are many things in this complex that will endeavor to kill us. Perhaps we should not add each other to that list. Shall we move on? Now that you have poured through the muck and the ooze in an effort to find yourself a few copper pieces, Charles. <clears throat> Charles looks slightly embarrassed and begins moving on. And yet possibly handing back the poster. Yeah. Alright, and we progress. Yeah, and we'll just sort of <laughs> slink, shake the slime off the end of it, keep going. So, um, we head down this tunnel. Okay, so it is only five feet yeah. uh, wide, so you it will have to go single file. The order is as follows. I see that I am in the front. An excellent choice, for I have but six hit points. <laughs> uh, Fine. Perhaps, perhaps we could pause for one moment and discuss our options of healing. <laughs> yeah, that probably is a good idea. Ember and Stabby aren't too badly off, but um, Ember doesn't have that many hit points to begin with. And certainly, um... Alright, so we'll put, um... We'll put, um... Zian in the front, but only after we heal him. Aye, Charles Montgomery III will work out how my healing (laughs) (laughs) The giant Slayer podcast I'm listening to is the actual Pathfinder system, so I'm now enlightened on how the healing... um, Healing surges used to work. It's closer than um, than three point five. Clerics still have channel energy stuff. Yeah, but um, what what they had in the original Pathfinder with the channel positive energy a number of times per day to heal or turn. Uh, H H for heal. In case you were wondering about how the other players felt about the slime. Uh, it was a bit of a mixed bag. Those who saw it thought it was a cakewalk. Those yeah, I, imagine, I imagine it's quite easy to kill with with less than six XC. Yeah, it's just a big bag of HP. <laughs> Alright, so I like it froze well before I overpass. So Charles can channel energy into everyone, but people are only very lightly injured. Yeah, yeah. Other than um, ZM who's horribly injured. So can, does Charles have a single target thing? Uh, healing, or can he, he only do the like, everyone? He has. Because um, um, if he, if he wants to wait on the everyone, we could just put T- Zian at the back for a bit until we all get okay, hurt. Let's see. Uh, right. So the channel energy basically lets me cast a healing spell. Uh, I can put it out in a thirty foot area. Uh, Adam, that's another that's another rule book, isn't it? Yes. Could I have a look at it if you're not using yep, it? Sure thing. I, I would like to find out what some of my abilities do without holding up everything. Thank you. So there appears to be very little incentive to not heal everyone, uh, given I'm going to have to blow a um, thing anyway. Uh, it costs me extra actions to do, which is irrelevant. Well, we're just standing around picking our noses. So, right, so Charles says, Abadar, bring strength to these people and let them find me, us, more treasure. <laughs> uh, and he will burst heal, get everyone come stand around yeah. next to him. He will burst heal them. And then we can go back to what they're doing. Uh, everyone heals eight hit points. Okay, so, so that's everyone maxed again, except yeah. again. It goes up to 
14, which will probably have to do it. And Charles uses one of his channels. So I have four of those a day, and that was one of them. So, um, I've got, um, raging resistance. Looks like, um, I'm protected against physical weapon damage. Yep. When does it come online? Night level? Oh, right, I see. Right, okay, right, never mind. Alright, so that doesn't, that doesn't apply to anything. Okay. That's why I took toughness for the clip. <laughs> a wise choice. And I, I presume that we're no longer hampered once we wash this crap off us. Exactly. It's good, because cleric am slow. <laughs> I'm so glad my slag got its big attack off. You're a bad person. And a GM. Excuse the redundancy. <laughs> I'll just, just yeah, just put it down there. Yeah, so ha- for it. having um having reestablished Zian's hit points, he's happy to go uh, <clears throat> tank at the front unless uh, uh, Stabby's okay to be the tank. What what does your AC look like? Uh, uh, oddly enough, Charles has surprisingly good AC at seventeen. So yeah, but I don't want Charles to be the tank. Charles is our healer. Fair enough. Let's let's jam Stabby up there then. Yep. Stabby has been in this area before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Stabby, you know, has has basically no fear of death, so he's <laughs> going to be in the front. And you know, the 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 big the um, what what were we calling them? Big people. Uh, yeah. Tall folk or big people? Um, I'm sure there's a few good use. Yeah, uh, the big that's the big folk. The big folk are really just slowing him down. So. <laughs> so we basically um. If you were happy with this, do you yep. light, light our lights up, um, move carefully around, listening yep. and sneaking, and bloody, bloody, bloody. So, um, yeah, he's got dark food. Yeah, so Stabby doesn't care about your silly light sources. He's just leaving, wandering forward down the tunnel and having a look into the room. As you get close to the entrance of the room, yep. Yep. you hear some voices. Ah, don't you, that, that, that. That does not show off his great and come awesome nose. The taker must be done in the best garbage. The statue must be awesome. Not with his nose. Have you seen his nose? His nose, big and awesome. No, no, his nose is long. Long and proud. I wish I were trying to stick so I can have a garbage statue. <laughs> okay, hearing those voices, what would you like to do? Alright, Stabby glance back, glances backwards at the big folk, uh, 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 and with a hopeful smile whispers, Stab now? <laughs> Zian will make sneaky, sneaky up on them gestures, and then stab. Stabby begins stealthing out into the room. I'm sure we're all very confident now. <clears throat> awesome stealth abilities. Okay, so now I need some goblin minis. Yes. yes. 
As you count says. Hey, Ember is good at stealth. Ember is not leading the way, but she's good at stealth. How many would you like? Four, please. That's very convenient. They have exactly four here. Uh-huh. I mean, none of them are on wolves. <laughs> okay. And none of them are a barbed devil, which is also in this box. Okay, so... Four of them working on a statue up this way. I think it's important that we get a detailed description of the, the garbage statue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Certainly Charles is thinking of oh, the building. Charles Charles just hears statue and glory and goes, Ooh, I can get in on this. So you enter a long chamber. The roof of the chamber has been scorched dark with flames of ancient times. There's Why does everyone look at me <laughs> when you say stuff like that? It looks like a tremendous fire has been in this room in the past. <laughs> see that? That expression right there, that's what I'm talking about. You can see three short passageways on the other side of the room leading off into three subsections. Those circles you see on the map right now are holes that go even deeper into the sewer. Holes, okay. Yep. To your right, uh, you can see some goblins, four of them, building a statue out of junk, twine, and discarded soup cans if they existed in this dimension. You can also see a set of stairs. There are four goblins in the room, and they have yet to notice you're there because they are arguing. Alright, um, so Stabby because he is a melee combatant and Ember because she's actually good at stealth and needs to be closer to set things on fire would like to try and sneak up to them. If our um, liabilities, I mean other large people would like to help sneak up with us. I don't know um, how doable it's going to be with lights and that sort of thing. Well, Stabby doesn't need light. Stabby doesn't need light. Yeah, um, Ember's got low light vision, which I wouldn't potentially, but if she can douse her lights... Can she use the glowing lights from these guys to give her enough to manage on? Yes, they've all got their backs turned to you and they're all looking at the statue while arguing with each other. So if one of you sort of... If Charles comes up to sort of here, yep. he provides some kind of ambient lights to help us get... Yep. yep. Zen, rather, because Charles has cast light on him. Right, yeah. So because Zen's the guy that charges off into the darkness and Charles just stands in the background and fires crossbows into it. Yeah. Alright, so um, Stabby and Ember are going to see how far they can get. Okay. So um, they both make stealth rolls. They do. Okay, so Ember gets a 14. Nice. She is actually relatively quiet. And Stabby gets a 15, and while he has no ability whatsoever, he did roll better. Nice. So 14 and a 15, and now to knock up the sneaky balls. Sneaky, 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 stealth. Stealth. Action, stealth. 158. Oh, stealth. Oh, and um, Ember is actually going to sneak up on this group so that she can fire cone them. Whereas Stabby is going to sneak up on that group. Okay. 
Okay, so they will. Okay, so they haven't seen New Year's Eve yet. Let's see if they hear you. No, they don't hear you as of yet. Okay, so how far can we go? Right up to half your speed. Yep. So that's basically movement. So move half your speed while uh, sneaking. Okay, so um, Stabby goes 5, 10. Uh, he's got 25. Is that 10 or 15? It's always whatever round, round down. Okay, so reason. Stabby gets to here. Ember goes um, 1, 5, 10, 15. Yep. And that's as far as they get. Do we have to make... Do we have to keep making stealth rolls every round? Because that's going to get tedious. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, I would say yes at this point. Okay. Uh, Stabby gets a 10 and comes to here. Okay. They may or may not. Um, and Ember gets a... 11, and goes 5, 10, 15. Okay. No, they do not hear you. Okay. <laughs> wow, she really is quiet. I assume this was just her <laughs> usual bitch. Um, Stabby gets a 3, and makes it to here, as they presumably <laughs> see. And then prepares to charge, <laughs> screaming. And um, Ember gets a 15. Nice. So they probably don't see her. However, she has now, I believe, getting close enough to unleash a torrent of fire on people, so she would probably have to lose interest. Uh, 15 foot cars, Somewhere in five, the. 10, 15, not quite. No. So, you've been creeping up on these goblins who've been just yelling their heads off about these, this statue, when suddenly one of them goes, Wait, 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 wait. There's. Four of us here, right? Yep, yep, yep. Okay. One, two, something, four. Yep, yep, yep. So, why can I hear other people behind us? (laughs) (laughs) Smart comment is smart. Right. Um, Now, initiative happens. The monk and the uh, cleric use perception for their role. Okay. The two people sneaking use their stealth for their initiative. Okay. Because they were sneaky. Alright. Oh, poor goblins. <laughs> Presume the goblins are all a um, big group. I don't need to individualize any of them. Yeah, it sounds about right. Yep. Um, Ember gets an eight. Yep. Stabby gets a five. They were concentrating on sneaking and they were both preparing for their dramatic ambush with the goblins totally ruined. Yeah. It's alright. We've been, Charles and Sienna are amazed that you can sneak at all. On, uh... Oh yeah, they were having a philosophical discussion about the nature of our sneaking. <laughs> That's right, so I, keep, I keep looking for an initiative skill <laughs> on 11 and 10 respectively. Alright, what about the goblins? Four. Oh, thank you, goblins. <laughs> this is going to be beautiful. 
Yeah, well, in all fairness, we've assessed that they can't count that high, so I would not expect their initiative to be higher. Oh, my poor little goblins. Yeah, it's going to be a brief experience for them. Right. Okay. Begin your slaughter. Uh, so it's, like, really obvious they've heard us. They're turning oh, around yes. and going, rah, weapons, ah, etc. Yeah. Yeah. And you can actually hear them saying it from the passage, so it's not like... Oh, We will go to Vanilla, shiny and zoned. <laughs> How fast is old Stabby? Uh, he's got 25. Okay, you can go beat on the one behind then. Yep. Uh, ZN will pop out and moving quickly, move 25, move another 25. Yep, so that's two actions. And then flurry of blows. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, Prepare yeah. for impressiveness. <laughs> How bad is I was focused on getting there quickly. I'm guessing it ain't eight. Oh dear. Uh, where is it? Oh, actually, I don't need to close entirely because that will reach weapon, so I'll leave room for Stabby. Oh, that's nice of you. Because Stabby is really excited about this opportunity to stab. Well, I would be astounded if their if their AC wasn't that eight. Uh, One would hope they'd manage to spring for some leather armor, even as basic minions. Uh, no, it's they've got a AC of eleven. So, yep. So he will move up and sort of. And the goblin that it clanks off the gob- harmlessly off the goblins. Leather armor? Dodging, I would assume. <laughs> yeah. Alright, and then it is Charles. Bonjour chosen! None can hurt Bonjour! <laughs> we'll see about that. One, two, three, four. So these are all holes rather than pillars? Yep. Okay, so Charles will pop out 20 foot and uh, he will take a shot at the guy in the back there with his uh, ludicrously long range 120 foot crossbow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. the, the crossbow range is better than the longbow range? Uh, yes, surprisingly. It seems to be a misnomer of uh, the longbow. I have to reload mine. Yeah, yeah of course. But um, Alright, you go ahead and um, shoot him then. Crossbow ranges have always been better than bows though. Really? 3.5 3. is the same. Right, okay. Oh, right. That is a twenty-three to hit. Yep, that's a crit. Uh, so, do you Let's know? Find do you know off the top of your head? What Let's find out how criticals work. Uh, critical hits one seventy-eight, three oh eight. Oh, thank God, something that's in the index. We'll be able to actually introduce hey, you guys tonight. Fuck, this is so much better than fifth edition. Where no matter how much you look at the index, it will never tell you where anything is. Mm-hmm. Double like, damage. If you have critically succeed, you deal double damage as well as fatal. Blah blah blah. So. Yep. Uh, Charles will, uh, given that it's just dice, roll two rather than doubling. Yeah, so it's not deadly or any no, tricks like no, that? No, it doesn't do anything. Uh, it's a d8 bumped up to a d10 because I have deadly simplicity. Uh, so 13 points of damage. Bye bye. Crossbow. Alright, so this goblin, 
the, the, as the bone shoe goblin the front shouts about the inf- uh, 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 invulnerability of bone shoe the guy in the back takes crossbow bolts and throws and dies the yeah, like bone shoe tribe are nothing compared to the expensive and mighty power of Abadar third action I reload my crossbow <laughs> it's mud chewer you racist cleric <laughs> you all look the same to me Kill the shiny one! <laughs> I'm telling you, they look they look like Stabby. They could practically be members of the same tribe. <laughs> Alright. And um uh, Ember will um move forward exactly ten feet yep. for one of her actions, and for the other um two actions she will activate Burning Hand. Oh god no. <laughs> Cower before my fire! <laughs> Critters goblins! Oh, okay. Mistress of flame will destroy you! Quietly, quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and um, Ember casts Burning Hands, which of course she can only use up one of her spells, but they are standing yeah, in the cone, yeah. which kill, does... Kill the Vicklusters. Yeah. Alright, um, so they need to make a reflex save. I suggest they do well. <laughs> um, Some sort of DC that I doubtlessly haven't worked out. Yeah, I don't have any kind of DC information that I'm seeing on here. Uh, I will look it up for you. Spells, uh, preparing, sorcery, monkeys. Uh, uh, feel free to. Um, Snatch book off me if I So, sorcerer spell casting. Uh, your spell rules and your spell DCs. You should this charisma modifier. See page two hundred and eighty-one. Term of difficulty class. Right. So. I'm, I'm sorry, it's just the, it's the worst method I've ever seen of that. Result of a roll equals number on the dice plus ability modifier plus proficiency modifier plus circumstance bonus plus conditional bonus plus item bonus plus circumstance penalty plus conditional penalty plus item penalty plus untyped penalties. That's well, how you, that you can ignore. That's how you calculate a result. Uh, so the Most of that you can ignore. Right, so result of your check is often compared against the DC. That doesn't Tell me anything useful. Uh, you can look this up too. What page was it? Uh, see page 291 for details on calculating your spell rolls and spell DCs. Uh, right. Spell rolls for. Okay. Knock most of that off. Number of the dice plus ability modifier plus if you're proficient. So it's, I roll it's a dice? A di- it's not a dice, but it's oh, a DC. Yeah. Uh, uh, for tasks opposed by another character, the goblins are opposing you, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, the DC is based on one of your modifiers. The DC is 10 plus your modifier for that type of roll. Uh, Alright, okay, so it's 10 plus your uh, spellcasting stat, which is your charisma, plus your proficiency. Yeah. So uh, it'll be the same as your spell attack. You have actually, I apologise, sweetheart, you've actually put it on here. Right. I've got a DC of 14. Yeah, that's right. Because yeah. it's, it's, it's a flat so, 10 plus your spell roll. So it doesn't matter what level spell I cast, the DC is just 14. Uh, your proficiency modifier is based on your level, and right. that will continue to go up as right. your level. Right, so, so my, level all two, my DCs all will your improve. DCs will be 15. I assume your cool. first level spells will be 
with less damage generally or whatever. Yeah. Right, so what was right. that number? Fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. Reflex save. Oh dear. Yeah. Fourteen DC fourteen reflex save. I've got the various effects. Yeah, we'll need to um print out at some stage print out blank ones so we can wipe pencils in because all of these things are By all means, yeah. Yeah. It's, um, just because we won't be able to increase the numbers. Yeah, yeah. I figured the auto calculating um, sheet okay. might be might might be easier the first time through. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Right, so we can just boost it, boost our level on the computer well, and print can, out a fresh one. We can do whatever works better. Yeah, yeah. sweet as that's a perfectly valid idea, mm-hmm. sweet Okay, two of them. Are, one of them is killed. Yep. Another one is burnt to a crisp. I didn't even roll my d6 damage. Fine, roll your d6. Uh, this is my first ever yep. fire spell. <laughs> Besides, I could roll two ones. You don't know. Alright, okay. So I'm dealing six points of damage. So, um, and I can tell you what... So do they fail, crit fail? One crit fails. Yep. One crit fails, and is scorched to death. Yep, so the one that fa- merely fails takes six damage, and the one that crit fails takes 12 damage. Would you like to guess how much HP they have? <laughs> is it six? Yes. So they are both dead? Yep. And bold stands! <laughs> he succeeds. Oh, he's of course there, the mud drone clad, and his name is Bonjour. Yes. Although I should point out that he hasn't had a turn yet. Invincible! I am invincible! Zian moves very slightly out of the way. I'll stab you through. Okay. Don't stab me. Don't let him have his turn. Stinking dog bone chewer. Didn't never gave me fair share of... Never gave me fair share of take. Stabby stabs! <laughs> Alright. That's tautology. Alright, Stabby will move forward. Um, and he's going to, um, uh, there's no difference. He, he doesn't really need to charge, so he's just going to move forward and stab. Ray, rage angrily and stab? Rage angrily and stab. In the event this guy survives around, he will have the power of rage to compel him. So, uh, however, Stabby's rage does not improve his accuracy, and he gets a mega six. Ah! <laughs> Well, Bone Chewer, dude, you're up. Wow, us. (laughs) Four of us to drop in one shot. Stabby. Tabba always likes you better. That's just because I am better. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Is he critting me? I think he might be. Well, Bocha is clearly the bad goblin. Yeah. Although, in all fairness, I don't think it's fair to judge Joseph's compatriots because they were misfortunate enough to stand in line. Let's make a deal with this dude to put him and his boss once we get rid of this dragon's attack. Okay. So, that's a 24. Yes, that will hit Stabby's first level IC. But will it crit him, is the question. Yes. So it has to be 10 above his AC to crit him? Yep. Yep. It does not crit him. By one point. (laughs) One crucial... Yes? Your AC is at minus one for raging? Oh, yes. Okay, yes, it does crit him. Oh, oh dear. Oh, you should be so glad he didn't start with a short bow. (laughs) (laughs) He can't. I'm standing there. (laughs) Why, this brave new world can you totally shoot bows in melee now? So that's six points of damage. Six points of damage? Yep. 
Even though he critted? You got lucky. Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> he okay. rolls crap and then doubles it. Alright, Stabby is, you know, a bit wounded, I guess. <laughs> He's fine. <laughs> Alright, and now it's everybody else. <laughs> well, I don't think we're going to need everybody else. <laughs> It's remotely possible Zed might miss, but <laughs> oh, you are legendary zombie, legendary goblin. Yeah, yeah. Well, he has survived around and critted, so that's not a bad outing for him. This is his highest point in life. Em was pretty happy. She just incinerated two people. Coincidentally, it'll be coming at one of his um, shortest points in the short bits of his life. Yeah, he should enjoy his high moment while he's coming. Anyway, if you want to try and catch them, you're welcome. I mean, Ember and Stabby don't have the best targets. Determination in the whole world. She does have charm person if we want to try and negotiate here. Five plus the total distance. So it's a difficulty of ten. Uh, how confident. Maximum distance. Okay, I'm I'm confident in my ability to long jump over a pit. (laughs) So, Zian will endeavor to jump over the pit. So, for two actions, I long jump. I stride, it has to be at least 10 feet. I roll an athletics check. Uh, in which I get a 20 on, which is uh, preposterously good what I need. Uh, nice. To jump 5 foot, I need a difficulty 10, so... I... Do you get anything for credit? Uh, no. Uh, with a success, I leap. Increasing the distance I move horizontally to the desired distance. Oh, that's cool. So I get, I get extra <laughs> movement out of that. Uh, I just need to check one of my pieces of halfling ball plop, because I have a halfling ability called sure-footed that... Uh, no, that's when I climb for melons. Yeah, and um, th- we've picked this here, bearing in mind that he is a halfling, yeah. which may be difficult to remember, because we've got a human monk So for two moves, I move It's a much him. smaller. Uh, being flanked gives him a minus two to AC instead of a plus two to my roll. Same difference. Reasons. Uh, and would you believe I'm going to flurry him again? So... The first of that is a 13, which will hit, and the second of that is an 11, which will hit. So two normal hits. Nice. Hang on. Didn't Adam say their AC was 13? Oh, but because he's flanking. 11, sorry. Yeah, Yeah, because he's flanking, it's it's an 11. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's the AC 11 going down to 9. Oh, I thought it was AC 13. Okay, alright. So he may take 9, 14... I can keep adding this up, I've had 15 thus far. <laughs> how, just how invincible is Bonshaw? Well, let me put it this way. When your staff hits one side of his head, he's dead. You hit the other side of his head, it balances perfectly so he just falls straight down. Huh. You know, after seeing all that sneaking, I was almost starting to believe the hype. <laughs> <laughs> and you have beaten the goblins. Well done. You are now alone with a pile of corpses. Stabby um, waves his pet triumphant in the air and declines an alleating goblin war cry. I'm the greatest! 
Yes, um, Silence has never been out for it. Yeah, these guys are just gonna yell constantly. <laughs> Alright, and um, then we will search the tiny goblin bodies. Okay, um, goblin bodies are easy enough to search. You find four dog slices. Yep. Four sets of leather armor. Yep. Four short bows. And ten arrows. Oh, forty arrows. Right. So how poor are we feeling? Do we want to look that, let, it, note down non-masterworks goblin gear? Okay, so Charles can't carry a melee weapon because he is too weak to carry that and the gear he is carrying without right. encumbering himself. Uh, so he's got no interest in carrying any of this crap. Uh, I, I assume none of none of that sounds hilariously valuable. Presumably, none of it looks like it's diamond-studded masterwork goblin shit. Dude, they live in a sewer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tian, on the other hand, uh, Zian, on the other hand, still actually has a reasonable amount of encumbrance left. But do we want him to spend it on this this stuff? I was really looking for like if they had any money, silver pieces, or anything like that. Uh, I think the the obvious one is that. Um, Charles says, well, don't just throw it out. It's valuable. Are you all going to carry it? Why don't we pick it up on the way back? He'll basically just make a lump in the corner of a big pile of goblin crap, if that makes sense. Yep, that sounds fine. I'm not certain it's worth the trouble of packing out of here and selling, but we can argue with Charles. Charles feels poor. Yeah. Okay, so you had the uh, tunnel you came in through. Yep. You had the stairs leading up. And we have and these, these three. The, the, these three. So, um, you also haven't searched this room yet. You uh, just searched the bodies. Okay, we now want to search the room. Well, I th- I think let us look in the small side rooms first, so that nothing accosts us while we are searching in here. All right. Well, well I don't think. Can we see that they're small side rooms? Uh, yeah. Well, well you can see the things. tunnel. And it bends around, but you do have the map from Talgate. Oh, of course. So we do actually have this layout. So yes. Shall yeah. we? Charles comes down here. Starting at this end, we'll go one, two, three. Yeah, and then we'll search. Yeah. And then assuming we're not yeah. accosted so by this, check those three. Come back to the start of this room as we're going, and then, and then search, search up again. And then search this whole thing. Assuming we make it through the poking our noses into the three rooms. Okay, so you're taking a look in the northernmost room. Yep. yep. Stabby leading the way. Change we'll around to our the door dance. Okay. So, as you come down this tunnel into this room, you find that the walls curve gently into the room, and there's these thin fibrous things, like roots, grow through the walls. Uh, they're they're a funny colour. They're actually red. And when you get into the room, you can see this I'd say about the size of a chair mushroom a nice red cap over it. And, uh, yeah, the uh, roots lead to that mushroom. Alright, um. Perhaps somebody educated could roll some sort of check about that. That sounds like a knowledge nature check. Yep. Ember has one rank in knowledge nature. It's just in the plain nature now. So, um, Stabby will say, weird mushroom thing. 40 years, come have a look. <laughs> And Ember will poke her head around the corner and look at the mushroom. And she gets a 16 on um, mushroom identification. It's totally worth taking that law mushrooms. <laughs> uh, actually, it was. That there is a mind fog fungus. Ooh, that doesn't sound good. 
It is a rather nasty thing. It uh, uh, it basically makes you less willful. It, you do know that um, various slavers like using the spores from the mushroom to like help um, process their slaves. Because not only does it sap your will, it makes you more likely to follow orders. Oh. So, Zian looks at the mushroom and looks at it, but I have a lawful good alignment. <laughs> Alright, that's. Also, it does nasty things when you set it on fire. So, so we shouldn't <laughs> set it on fire? That's what your knowledge tells you? Yes. Emma relays that part in a sad voice. What about freezing it? Um. Possibly might work. I mean, you do know there's ways to basically cut off the various uh, nerves to the spores. It's a bit tricky, but basically the, the thing you figure out is if you try attacking it, it may release spores. If you set it on fire, spores will go everywhere. Right. Yes. All right. Um. And is there anything... Does it look like there's anything very interesting in this room? Could we just stay out of here and stay away from the mushroom? Uh, make me a uh, perception check. Uh, 20, 20. Significantly less. No, it just looks like it's the mushroom in here. Alright, so given that we can't set it on fire, do we just want to leave the horrible thing here? I would prefer to destroy it so it's, it cannot be used for evil purposes, but I do not think it is worth the risk at this time. Alright, let's go poke our head into one of the other rooms and we just won't search this area. Okay. And we go dig, 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 dig. <laughs> Okay. This is an interesting room. Oh. You come down the uh, corridor into a room of worked stone. It looks like this was a small burial vault at one point. But in recent times, it has had a much more sinister purpose. As you see, four goblin bodies nailed to the walls. Um, Stabby just kind of <laughs> looks at this in a fairly impassive way. Stupid. <laughs> it work off the takeoff, no doubt. And Stabby will come into the room and have a look around. Okay. Um, there's the four goblins. Um, they're about head height for a goblin, so, you know, a good, um, good uh, height for, you know, humanoids to have a look at. Uh, there doesn't appear to be anything of value in the room. It looks like this is the sort of uh, thing you'd do when you want to make an example of somebody. So, Charles will go forward. You poor, dear creatures, let us give you the last rites of Abadar. Go in peace to the next life. May it bring you more wealth than this one. And goes up and sort of puts a hand on each of them and makes uh, the symbol of the key on their heads. And then just, you know, looks in their pockets while he's there to see if there's any uh, valuables in there. One assumes not. But... 
Um, yes. Uh, make a perception check. Let's put all these ranks of thievery if they're not. Uh, Thirteen. Hmm. Well, it looks like Talco was right. They do appear to be drained of blood. Like, sucked dry. Nothing of value on them, though. Do these men have been... These men have been... De- these things have, these creatures have been de-blooded. How horrid. I think the word you want before is ensanguinated. Yeah, yes, but that's a word for somebody that actually has a high intelligence <laughs> instead of someone who merely pretends to have a high intelligence. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charles, it's, it's best not to talk about Charles's intelligence. <laughs> it is a ten. Uh, but, however, that still gives him higher skill points than the monk. <laughs> because he's a cleric, and apparently our clerics need five skill points a level. <laughs> Monks, on the other hand, can get fucked in the ass with the last people fishing. Well, I've got to say, um, barbarians don't have a lot of skills. <laughs> yeah, you made your... You can join me in the marshals get screwed for skills. <laughs> I thought I was a monk, so I wasn't really a marshal. But apparently I get the old squeeze joint for <laughs> skills anyway. So, is there anything else you want to do in this room? Uh, it's got dead goblins. Let's move on. <laughs> and the emphasis. If anyone sees the vampire, I'm totally prepared to incinerate him. We will keep that in mind, that you have an unusual strategy. <laughs> And down to the third of three. Okay. Right. This is a roughly carved table. It looks like it was dug out to be much larger at one point, but there's debris um, filling out the end of the room, possibly from a ca- probably from a cave-in. Uh, what else was there? Uh, it's quite so. Yes, the other end of the tunnel is ca- room is caved in. There's still a lot of debris on the floor, so it's quite tricky to uh, walk your way through it. And there doesn't seem to be much in here that we can see. Exactly. Oh, what? Stabby will wander in and have a poke around the rubble. Excellent. Is he the only one going in? Uh. It looks like a room full of dirt, so Charles is already turning around to search the main room, so... And Zian will basically stay where he is, standing at the entrance, looking at, after both of them to see which one's going to get in trouble first. Okay, make me a perception check, see what you find. Okay, um, Sturdy gets 12. Oh, it's not a good day to be Sturdy. Roll initiative. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's a real mad day to be Stabby. Stabby gets a 10. Uh-huh. And um, Ember gets a 14. Have a, uh, shall I have a miscellaneous question mark for the initiative? Or? Oh, no, he's going to see what it is soon. So, as Stabby is... Um, Wandering forward, sauntering forward. Yeah, digging his way through the dirt and looking for shinies. Uh, he hears a clicking sound. And remembers, Tauga said big bugs. He turns around, looks up, and sees dangling from the ceiling uh, giant centipedes. He didn't look at the ceiling, Sammy. <laughs> a rookie mistake. <laughs> <laughs> the 
that's why you're a first-level adventurer. How many giant centipedes? Oh, that is a good question. Let's find out together. I think you're enjoying being behind the GM's chair. <laughs> it's kind of obvious, yeah. Oh, it's, it's nothing to worry about. There's only six of them. <laughs> oh dear. And they rolled a 21 on their initiative. <laughs> really fast. I didn't catch embers. Embers? Embers, sorry. Uh, 15. Stabby got a 10. Yep. Right, and Charles and Zian are in the middle. I get. Oh dear. <laughs> it's a bad day to be stabbing. We don't really have a lot in the way of bugs. Are you happy to just have six random doodads? Yep, that's fine. I believe we actually do have a couple of fiendish centipedes in the main box, but uh, I can go and get them. Uh, no, that's okay. We certainly don't have six. Six undead abominations. Where would you like them, Adam? Um, just put them up front and. They're, they're hanging on the ceiling, but let's say they're just surrounding the cabin. Uh, is this about what you've had in mind? Yep. Stabby's right in the way of <laughs> Always look out, Stabby. Well, possibly not, because they're on the roof. Uh, yeah. Three dimensional combat. Mm-hmm. So, for their turn. Yep. However, they were on the roof. The centipedes have seen you. They're clicking their mandibles in a threatening manner, going across the roof, keeping their eye on Stabby, and then they start hissing. That will be their first round of combat. Ah, they just hiss? Sweet. Oh, terrifying. Okay. And Ember sees that Stabby is surrounded by giant bikes. <laughs> Very flammable looking giant bikes. <laughs> Um, and they are still on the ceiling? They are. Alright. Ember is going to... It's a low... Um, yeah, it doesn't actually say how tall the ceiling is. Uh, it may well say if at, at the start of the dungeon complex, they often have these, you know, roofs of all ten foot, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah. It may not. So. Have a quick look, because this is a bit haunted. That's where they've often... Um, Okay, I'm going to say the ceiling is 15 feet up because the statue they were building at the end of the hall was 10 feet. Yeah, makes good sense. Okay, in which case, um, if I can I get these two without hitting Stabby? As I'm, in fact, can I get these three without hitting Stabby? How big's your time? Yeah, it is a 15 foot cone from my hands. Uh, yeah. So the way that goes is. Dink, 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 dink. So probably because you're standing down, firing up. Yeah. That's a fifteen foot cone in there, firing from you there. I'd say you can just barely get that third one. Okay, that works for me. All right, I will um, move and then use up my um and um. Burn, 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 burn! Creepy bugs. <laughs> Every day of my life. <laughs> It's like 
All it right. doesn't even matter whether there are bugs or not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and um, three centipedes could make me a reflex save. Okay. Did I put that down? Yes, old. I've got an 8, a 17. Okay, so that one made it. And a 19. Okay, so two of them made it. So two of them takes half damage and one of them takes full damage. Okay. Alright, oh, Ember is a sad cookie. <laughs> Alright, Ember rolls minimum fire. minimum fire damage. Yep. So, um... Which one? Which one um, failed to save? Front guy failed to save. Yeah, we'll say that. Okay, so he takes two points of damage. Yep. The other two take one point of fire damage. Oh dear. Ember is sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and now you pissed them off. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Charles, you're up. Uh, Charles will. Well, it's a good thing I have my first little domain spell lock. I'm sure that will come in uh, supremely handy. Not to mention my uh, bonus domain ability of um, Acquisitive's Fortune, where I can not critically fail craft checks to build things in my downtime. Uh, in the absence of those being terribly useful, he will step in, angle his crossbow up. Uh, that now I probably don't even need to step in. Angle his crossbow up to hit the first one that he can get and just fire up in the air at it. Uh, oh, crit! Yep. Uh, and they are critical. Uh, is the, are there still confirmations, or do I just crit people? That is a damn good question. Uh, I saw that I found this. But rolling a 20 on the die means you critically succeed. Uh, you also critically succeed if you hit the DC by 10 or less. So no confirmations. So, so I crit him. Well, Charles is remarkably legal. <laughs> 16 points of crossbow damage. I think the centipede is dead. It went through its head and it blown the entire length of its body through a ricochet. Yep. <laughs> Number one is dead. Yeah, I'd certainly hope so. <laughs> yeah, if it isn't, we should all run away now. So, so we still have two more actions. Yeah, that's one action. Second one, reload. Uh, third one... Charles thinks he's awesome. Ha! Take that, foul bugs! Avatar has come to bring the light of civilization to you. And moves in for a better shot next time. Okay. Not a good idea. It does give... You guys are protecting Stabby. We're protecting Stabby by giving the centipede more target options. Charles is relying on his AC. And Zien. Uh, Zien will... uh, Hmm. Things at range. The bane of any good man. Uh, Ian wants to know. But he's got a 10 foot reach weapon, he can just reach up and whack him on. Zian will not be jump, will not be high jumping. Roll a DC 30 athletics check to leap vertically. Uh, to leap 5 foot vertically. Which would. Just bring me into range. All I need to do is roll a twenty-six on the dice. But you do still have a. But you yes. have a ten-foot reach weapon. Can't you hit them with that? 
but they're 15 up, aren't they? Right. 15 foot ceiling. Right. Which they haven't yet come down from. Right, okay. Uh, so Zen will step in. Uh, yeah. yeah, I suppose he's not that worried about it. He will step in, he will drop his bow staff as a free action, draw the sling as a second action, and then fire it as the third. For a 16 to hit. Ooh, very nice. Uh, yes, that's hit. Another crit. Okay, and as it is propulsive, I add half my strength to it automatically. Uh, five points of damage with the sling. So which one are you attacking? Uh, the, the closest thing to me. Number three. So how much damage was that? Five. Okay. It's badly wounded, but it's still up. Well, it's literally a big lift Alright. Stabbies, you're up. Alright, so um, Stabby's looking at these things, um, and he's pretty certain they're going to have to come down. What's the deal with readying an action? Can you still do it? Yep, it takes two actions. Sweet. Stabby will rage, yep. and ready an action to gut the first thing that comes into range that isn't a member of his party. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's kind of awesome. That you can rage and ready. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Okay. And uh, Stabby's rage takes the form of he makes little hopping jumps and slavers a bit and, you know, uh, gestures with his pick to indicate how badly he wants to hit the thing. I'm afraid you can't do that. It's raging two actions. No, reading is a concentration-based action. Oh, oh and so you can't I can't concentrate rage. because you're raging. Yeah. Okay, alright. Then Stabby will refrain from raging. Like you he could, hasn't raged already. You could ready, then rage, or rage, then ready, but either way, as soon as you're raging, you break your concentration. Can you ready to rage? Mm. I suppose you could, but it's probably pretty pointless. I, All I'd he do is deliberately attack. lower his AC. All right, Stabby endeavours to... He makes little hopping motions and mutters and endeavours to stay focused on what he's doing. And he will um, re- he will ready an action. Um, and, um, yeah, so... And he, will, he doesn't really have anything to particular to do with this third action, so he uses two on ready. Okay. So it's now the centipede's turn. One thing to shout at them. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I could I could make an intimidate check. You could try. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, can you intimidate centipedes? Can you? Well, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> um, Alright, so Stabby um, uh, uh, growls, threatening at them. You come down here, big bug, Stabby will stab you. Cut you into little pieces. <laughs> Alright, and um, makes an intimidate check. He has um, raging intimidation, which means his attempts to demoralise gain the rage trait. Okay, I've got this. So you attempt an intimidation check against that target's will DC, um, which would be a 10 plus their um, will save, effectively. Uh, I assume the centipedes do not understand the language that you are speaking, so you take a minus 4 penalty to the check. Okay. Alright, um, so that is a glorious six. Uh, nope. that'll, that'll fail unless they've got... Oh, one. hang on. Um, no, wait, sorry. It is um, a glorious eight. Yeah, it's ten plus their DC. Yeah. So no. only, they, they could have horribly negative wills, but... Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, pick a centipede. Uh, this guy. Which one? 
the blue one at the back. Yes. Okay, you shout and mutter at him and all the rest. The centipede is now looking at Stabby directly. Yeah. And thinking, oh, that's a wonderful looking snack. <laughs> Good action, Stabby. <laughs> Alright. Centipedes. Centipedes. Okay. The one closest to the entrance. This one? Nope, why not? You've got a skeleton and a mummy. Okay. That's the end. So the mummy will wander up across the top of the ceiling yep. to um, behind the sorceress. Yep. One action. Drop down for the second action. Yep. And go for an attack. Yep. Sneaky Fifteen. Uh, I would imagine that would. Um... Yep, that hits. Okay. Right. Oh, ouch. Uh, so take three points of piercing damage. Okay. Uh, so... oh, there it is. Yep, three points of piercing damage. And maybe a sports save as you become poisoned, possibly. Uh, Seventeen. You're safe. <laughs> Yeah, then four more centipedes. Okay. Uh, the skeleton will try and attack uh, the cleric. Yep. Reaching down from the ceiling? Yep. Yep. So if Stabby wants, he can use his ready action now. Yeah, and as the first one comes into range, Stabby, Stabby's ready action goes off and he attempts to gut it with the great pack. And Stabby will tragically, I fear, miss um, on an eight. Yes, that is a miss, but not a crit miss. Cool. Alright, so Stabby swings and misses. He's used his ready. Yep. And the giant centipede goes to the floor as a move action. Yep. Goes for its first bite. The Light of Abadar will protect me. It's 19. The Light of Abadar should have bought me better armor. (laughs) Uh, That is a normal hit. Cool. And take no damage as its mandibles scrape against your armor. Fair enough. Now we'll then do a second attack. It's on damage minus damage. Yep. Ooh, that's not good. That's a four. I have purchased the finest magnumar armor available in magnumar for silver pieces. <laughs> Go away, <laughs> foul beast. All right, that's two centipedes. Was that a critical miss? Uh, yes. Okay, so now I need to find out what a critical miss does on a strike. I don't think it does. I imagine Jack shit. Okay, that's worth checking. Equipment, no. No, strike only has success and critical success. Cool. So on failures and failures, you just miss. Okay. Okay. The one that second one that's closest to Helen yep. will use a move action to go down to the ground. Yep. A second one to go to the cleric. Yep. And it's going to try and attack him. Aha. Uh, that is a thirteen. Foul beast! The value of my commerce is better than the value of your mandibles. Okay. 
So the we'll... white walker on the ceiling yep. <laughs> decides to stay up there. Yep. And the one that Stabby tried to intimidate would go to attack him. Yep. So that's one. That's a nine. Uh, which will quite certainly not hit Stabby. Yeah, but not a crack miss either, is it? No. Okay. Second one. Oh, wait, no, it, um... Oh, yeah, no, 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 Stabby has, in fact, been exposed to this particular kind of centipede poison before and has developed a natural immunity. And because I forgot to do it, he uh, the centipede is now on the ground. Because I forgot. This one? Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot to do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, So they're all on the ground except for this one white walker that's still on the ceiling. Yep. Yay, it's what we call a target-rich environment. <laughs> well, you can't fireball. <laughs> yeah, but they have other things. <laughs> all right, um... Ember is going to look at her cantrip option. Having already burnt two of the three first level spells. Yeah, I was thinking I might um, stop doing that for a bit. Um, Okay, and um, Ember is going to... um, And a fire bursts up in Ember's... A little fire bursts up in Ember's palm, and then she endeavours to touch this back centipede with it. Okay, so there's my spell static thing. There it is. So, uh, that is a 15 to um, melee, and it is a melee touch attack. That's a hit, but not a crit. That's a shame, because the crit ability on this is really fun. And Ember uses Produce Flame, and... Um, uh, deals two points of fire damage to the centipede. Nice. Okay, so that's she has a much better she has a much better melee option because she has shocking grass, but she's saving her one remaining because <laughs> there's presumably a boss down here somewhere. Um, all right, and then it is Charles in melee with many centipedes. Uh, yeah. Um. So. Oh, Ember has another has another action, but I I don't know um, if she she could take a longbow shot. Oh, she she's got a short sword. Ah, oh, she could draw it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it, that doesn't provoke. Nope. Yeah. Um, and th- th- yeah. Um, she's just being fight. All right. She draws her short sword for this round. Sounds good. Yep. So that's your three actions. Yep. Sorry. I'll probably, we'll probably want to look up um, stuff like ranged attacks and that after the fact, but um, I mean, there must be something that prevents you just firing merely into melee. I thought that was what shortbows brought to the table was that you could fire them at melee range, but I may have that wrong. I'll have a look at the um, equipment. Uh, shortbows, you don't have to reload. I would presume there is something probably prohibiting me from doing this, so 
uh, Charles will merely take a melee shot at the um, at the thing closest to him, which he is also preposterously good at because it is a dexterity focused based uh, weapon. Um, so he will simply swing his fist at one of them. <laughs> And <laughs> 22. Ooh, so close. Just a normal hit. <laughs> I have not, unfortunately, not written down how much his, um, his punch does. 1d4. Uh, that is 4 points of damage. And which grenade are you taking? Uh, that one. Uh, four points of damage, was Four it? points, yes. Nice. Four plus one. With its finessable fist. <laughs> and then it's, um... Zia? Uh, no. Charles, that's one of Charles's actions. Oh, right, my apologies. Yep, uh, more Charles. And as he has very little better to do with his time, he'll just punch it two more times. Nice. I imagine he'll mess horribly with both of them. Uh, that is uh, four, eight. Uh, that's eleven on the second one. Yes. And ten on the third one at minus ten to hit. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I imagine that would be the case. Uh, so the end. Will having dropped his staff, will flurry your blows with his unarmed strikes? Because yeah. a monk is never found without the weapon. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a horrible, horrible miss. Eight on the first one. Yep, nice miss. Uh, less on the next <laughs> one. Um, and <laughs> I think I've done my lot in life. <laughs> I will reload my sling. <laughs> Whatever that's. Uh, actually, no, forget. He'll pick up the bow again, the bow staff again. Yep. Drop the sling, and then parry with the staff. Sounds good. Sounds good. Stabby. Back to you, Stabby. What do you call a target rich environment? <laughs> type raging time. Stabby will rage and um, howl. He howls in bloodthirsty goblin glee, and then he will um, uh, have a whack at the front centipede. Nice. Uh, so that is a um, fifteen to hit the front centipede. It hits. Very nice. Okay. Stabby does a big old pile of damage and does um, 10 points of damage to the front centipede. That was a healthy one. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. Stabby will then take another attack at a minus 5 penalty to hit this centipede. Yes? Yes. Okay, which he will miss. Okay. Um, now, is that going to be a crit failure? Because Stabby's got a, um, let's see, he's got a three to attack there. Uh, I think we described with strikes that crit failure is yeah, just it, it is, but it doesn't matter. Okay. All he does is misses some more. Okay. Unless he's got, like, specific things that punish him All for right. doing that. And, that. and that's his whole turn, because he also raged. Okay. Time again for the centipedes. Starting off with the one against Ember. Yep. It'll try to take a bite out of her. Yep. Oh, God. Uh, 24. That'll uh, be a crit, I'd say. Yep, that's a crit. 
hang on, let me check. Uh, yes, that's a crit. Takes four points of damage. Yep. And give me a fort save. Uh, that's a 14. Ooh, very nice. Rolling well. Fortunately, Yep. It's gonna take another stitch. Bite it, yeah. Yep. And some this. Yep. Third bite. And a nine. Yep. Go. Okay, next one up is. Yep, that so we got one, two, three, five left. One, two, no, four, four left. left. One, two, three, and four on the ceiling. Okay, so. And this guy's got a free shot at ZM Charles or more stabby as he pleases. Oh. Right. Yeah, because six is the one on the ceiling, no one's attacked six yet, because six is in the sky. It's <laughs> the passive centipede. <laughs> so the one uh, near Helen. This one? Yep. yep. Attacks. Uh, it was chewing on the cleric before. Yeah, yeah anyone the cleric then. Yep. <laughs> oh, natural 20. Oh, my soul. And it does no damage. Even with the times two. It yeah, does d4 well, minus one damage. Zero by two. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Zero. Oh, your god is protecting you today. Well, that is more uh, than what I pay him for. Okay. Scully here. will attack the cleric. Oh, yes. 23. Uh, hit, not a crit. That's a cock dice. When you get back to the temple, you better make an offering. <laughs> That's another zero damage. I will offer out of the, <laughs> ten, the standard 10% of any riches I can tell you. <laughs> Okay, and the one on the ceiling will do nothing. Really? It's not going to come and actually eat someone? Uh, there's not really much room down there to eat someone. Yes, there is. If it wanted to, it could come over here and eat Stabby. Doesn't want to eat Stabby. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, it's trying not to eat goblins. It's a friend to goblins. You know, unless a goblin decides to threaten it. <laughs> Stabby's busy um, stabbing the other ones. Actually, um... Can I um, make a did Stabby nose that check? Well, wisdom check. Uh, that's an action, and I believe it's a concentration action. Considering, ah, right, combat. okay. So Stabby, Stabby is just going to randomly stab things, but yes. he is not going to stab anything that's out of melee when he has melee targets. Yeah. All right, and it is um, Ember, who is going to endeavor to stab the centipede with his sword. Uh, for a 19. That's a hit, not a crit. Okay, and um, she deals two points of damage to the mummy centipede. Okay, so that's down to five. Then yep. her hand goes with magic. Now, because she's using a different kind of action, yep. does she suffer a minus five penalty to hit the centipede? With no, the, no, it's only when you're making them. multiple strikes. Yeah. Right. Okay, so, and she will... Um, Produce a touch it, and she will um, endeavour to touch the centipede to make a melee touch attack with her burning hand. Uh, she crit fumbles. Ooh, yeah. Does that say anything in the spell about what happens when you crit fumble? Uh, 
There is no mention of failing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you discharge the spell and lose it, which is irrelevant because it's a cantrip yeah. anyway. Yeah. So the um, the fire arcs into the wall and um, dissipates harmlessly. Yeah. Excellent. All right, and that is Ember's entire round of actions. Charles. Fear not, milady. I shall keep thou safe. Crossbow of death at the one that's uh, menacing Amber. Emma? Emma, I'm sorry. Now, uh, this one will have cover because Amber's in the way. Yep, fair enough. I don't know. Names. Huh? Uh, well, I was mostly looking at your breasts instead of uh, concentrating. So that would be a 10, which I imagine will miss wholeheartedly. Yep, that's a miss. Let's uh, find out if it's a crit miss. Oh, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doing a normal attack. And I will reload and shoot again for the hell of it. Okay. Uh, see, you're at minus five at that point. Yep. Uh, so that is 21, 16. So that might hit. We just need to find out what cover does. And then we'll just keep on reading and reading and reading and reading and reading and reading and reading. Let's read it all. You just. Barely scrape it. <laughs> For only one D10, uh, two points of damage. Pick. Okay. And I have the action left, so don't reload again. It is on its last leg. <laughs> it is oozing from places it should not ooze. <laughs> Alright, and it is. Zian? Zian? Uh, Zian will flurry this. Um... No, that one's that's badly injured, isn't it? Zian will move around. Mm-hmm. Flurry this less injured one. Okay. Ooh, uh, nice. That would be a 16 with the first one. Yep. And a 17 with the second one. Yep, both hits. Uh, 8, 6, 14 points of damage. Splat. And then with my third action, I will parry. No, other one will scale. Ah, yes, that's right. Yep. Okay. Stabby McStepson. Alright, we'll turn on the badly injured one and... Stop me if you've heard this before, he's going to stab it. That seems to be a recurring theme. I called him Stabby for a reason. Alright, um... He will, again, which seems to have... Is that a bill to just stab things? <laughs> yep, and then he will stab again at a minus five. Uh, which will miss... I would imagine not. Yep. yep. And then he will stab a third time. Uh, and miss. <laughs> so, stabby frails ineffectually at the... Um, but this room was described as being full of dig out, dig out, dugouts and things, so he's doing a lot more digging with his pickaxe. Yep. Okay. It would help if he could roll above a 10 on an attack roll. Hmm. So it's the centipede's turn... Yep, there are only three of them left. The one that's uh, been attacking Ember uses three actions to run the fuck away. Okay. <laughs> Tell one of the holes. You can pick which one. He goes down one of the silver holes. Oh, right, okay. It's off the map. As we probably have no wanted interest in pursuing it. No, um, do it, does it provoke? No, no, there's no attack. Yeah. You only have attack opportunity if you're a fighter. Okay, so. okay sweet ass. So it scurries away. Okay. Um, so that's that one. Peace out, y'all. Um, 
the other one that's at six will scurry away as well because it doesn't want to die either. Mm. And the one that's up in the ceiling, now alone, decides to also scurry away. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> while they're animals, they're not stupid animals. <laughs> and combat's over. Okay. Well done. Well done there, Stabby. That was worth finding out these creatures were at our backs before we took the time to loot that other room. I'll go back and start doing that again now. <laughs> <laughs> you can continue searching uh, this one. Uh, Charles, if I could um, trouble you for some sort of assistance ah. in the set, hopefully. Yes, have you suffered some matter of some, some matter of injury? Uh, 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 that, that thing was chewing on my arm. How bad is it? It's moderately bad. I'm, I'm down half my hit points, but I am a healer. <coughs> I don't have that many hit points, but Stabby's actually quite hurt as well. All right. Gather round and feel the healing power of Abadar. Yay. Abadar says... Have five hit points back. Okay. Uh, so Stabby is Stabby and Ember are both back to a decent percentage of their hit point total now. Zen's all better, and Charles hasn't been harmed yet. Yep. <laughs> Charles oh, is he kind did of two at the start and then healed it. Yeah, Charles is kind of a man. He's right. lucky. Well, I, those minus I am a cleric, you know. All I'm right. Holy. So then we search this room and, and this room. room. Okay. Make me two perception checks per player. <laughs> Oh, per per room. Yeah. Okay. So probably going to need to bother announcing the higher one. Yeah. Uh, so I've got a fifteen in this little room. Um, uh, Stabby has an eighteen for the big room. Okay. And Ember has a fifty has a sixteen for the big room. Charles has a 25 for the big room. Oh, interesting. So we find stuff in the big room, but not in the little room. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) There is nothing of value in the little room. It is just a centipede den. Yeah. As for the big room. Charles is vauntedly interested in valuable things like what might be in the statue's nostrils. Okay, so you got a 25. What was the next highest? 18. 18, okay. So who got the 18? Ember. Ember. Ember finds a silver ring worth 5 GP. Are you happy for me to just keep inventory dinner? Yeah, I do I do a lot of that, and um, it seems appropriate for Charles to do it, the guy who's most interested in treasure. Yep, silver ring, 5 GP. And a minor healing potion. Ooh. Nice. Perhaps somebody who isn't blessed with the divinity of the gods should have this. Uh, Ember will take it. She can um, give it to somebody else or use it as needed. Charles, on the other hand, with his critical success, and possibly through divine providence... It's really the only thing that gets me through the day. <laughs> ...finds wedged in a crack an item known as an owlbear claw. An owlbear claw? Yes, it's a weapon on a chain that's designed like an owlbear's claw. 
Take the old um, yeah, digital. Like, yeah, I know the sort of thing. How very foreign. <laughs> And expensive. It looks shiny and valuable. Oh, yes. Oh, that's going in the way up. Uh, Zian, would you be a deer and carry this for me? It looks heavy. <laughs> Hi, I will be the beast of burden once again. And that's he complains a lot, doesn't he? <laughs> These things are sent to try us. <laughs> okay, and that's everything in those rooms. Okay, and it is now ten past five, five past ten. Do we want to keep going, or do we want to call it there? I'm perfectly happy to keep going up to you, dear. I'm well, good to go. Um, I don't think we should do another combat. What about we keep going until we find another beastie and then call it there? Okay. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. Oh, the dramatic beastie finding. So uh, Remember with your healing potion thing that you now have resonance, so you can only drink so many... Activate so many magic items in a day. Yeah, it's probably not going to be so relevant for uh, yeah, yeah, my it's entire magic. It's the only magic item you'll find. So. Yeah. Alright, and um, Stabby climbs the stairs. As he gets to the end of the corridor, he sees two really old wooden doors. Doesn't appear to be locked at all. Okay. Stabby glances at the big people for a, a nod and then pushes them open. Inside this room, you see a stream going down the room. Um, a bit. So, uh, uh, <laughs> Up this end, you see the face of a, a giant face of a beautiful woman. It's seen better days, but it's remarkably well preserved. From her eyes come tears that go into this little, um, I can't think of the right word, like aqueduct or just a little... Like fountain pool thing? Yeah, like it ends in a pool, but there's a little um, bit yeah. carved into the ground for the water to go to. Yeah, yeah. I, um... Exactly, I can't remember the word. Or a ditch or a gully or, um... No, anyway, I yeah. we know what you're talking about. Yeah. Cold, but the water is... The water from the um, statue looks, you know... Not too bad, but the water down here looks absolutely horrid. Like, something that bore the plague died in it, sort of thing. So, not very chilly water, so you can see this. Alright, do we see anything else in the room? Let me have a look. Make me a perception check. Yimba gets a 19, Stabby gets a 12. Charles and Zian get less and less. Okay. So what was it? A 19 was the best roll. 19, okay. So what you see is a door here, a door here, 
end up on a 19. I believe You see something here. It's a bit hard to tell from the waters, but it looks like some little statue. Quite ugly looking. Take a closer look. You want to move closer to the pool? Yeah, um, yeah. Stabby yeah, will well come up at this point. and um, Ember will come up here and um, I think these guys are sort of coming yeah, yeah, in here generically. It's a, it's a statuette about that high of a woman in rags. And anybody who lo- who's looking at the statue can roll me a religion check. Yeah, and the face as well. See him as interested in yeah. Um... Ember gets an untrained religion check of 12. Yep. A 14 for CN, who is heavily trained in it. And a 17 for Charles, who has no training in religion whatsoever. No, wait. Uh, hang on. He's untrained in it, which means he takes the minus 2 untrained penalty. So 15, 14. So Charles has no, as a, as a cleric, has, has no, no ranks in religion because CN, my main, has ranks in religion. So. Right, yeah. So, Charles, well, having no, not actually, you know, gone into the scripture and, you know, read the holy text, really. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he, he means to get to it one of these days. He hasn't done that, but he has paid particular attention about the woman in the tales. That's very true. That face up there is... Drum roll, please. Phrasma. Ah, that's the Lady of Graves. And that statue there, which should not be there, that's Lavashtu. And that is the mother of monsters. No wonder the water is befouled. Uh, somebody should really remove it from there and uh, let Farazma's divine waters flow through again. So, yeah? Uh, that's alright, I think I can do it. And um, Ember uses prestidigitation. Which enables her to slowly lift an object of like bulk or less one foot off the ground. And she's going to endeavour to remove the statue from the water. Uh, so you don't have a um, mage hand anymore? Is it replaced with Presti? Well, uh, Presti, I was looking for mage hand to discover that I didn't have it as a cantrip, and then I read Presti's in more detail, and it sounds re- reasonably enough. Okay, and where do you put the statue? Um, in the corner over here. Alright. Nothing happens. Okay. I will um, go around and take a closer look at the statue. Okay, let's see what that description is. Okay. So it is covered in filth at the moment. Well, there should be no reason. I, I switch my prestidigitation effect and clean it. Okay. Without having to touch it. This idol, about the size of a human head, depicts the goddess of nightmares and mother of demons, Lamashtu, perched on a throne of bones. Charming. I don't... I don't think we should take that with us. It's okay. 
Lamashtu is a deity of evil frequently worshipped by savage creatures uh, and presumably this tribe of goblins perhaps uh, we would be wisest to shatter this statue and looks to Stabby in his giant pick I Stabby look Stab Ken Brake moves round hops over here um, nods to Ember who moves back a bit and then Stabby smash endeavors to smash the statue Okay. Roll me an attack roll. Uh, Stevie gets a six. He hits beside the statue. Stevie tries again. (coughs) Gets a twelve. And he hits the thing. And when he does, it cracks like an egg. Sweet. Not so sweet as the black smoke starts emanating from the statue. Stabby would like to put out the big <laughs> smoke on the toilet to do this. Well, yes, but for religious reasons. Mm-hmm. Alright. And as the smoke condenses, you see two. I want to get this right. Oh, yes, we probably should check that for traps first. Uh, oh, no, where are you? Would that have worked? I have no idea. It depends whether it's Two tiny demons come out. Please don't find the one And combat begins. Yep. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> Demon fighting. Oh, yes. Oh, well. And that ends episode one. So, what do, do we want to do? What we think of Pathfinder 2 thus far, based on playing and GMing? And you're, you're the one who's read all the adventure and the bestiary and that, so you'll have a um, better idea than us. Um, I believe the combat went quite well, even though we're not 100% on the rules as of yet. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll Helen try to look in up particular, between. I would like to not got used to the three actions rather quickly. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'll look up... Um, I'll look up between sessions, like firing into melee and that sort of thing. And I, I think the um, the two action, the three actions thing gives you a lot of tactical versatility, but it does mean that people's turns take quite a long time to work out. But I imagine we'll adapt to that more as we uh, get more familiar with it. I have to say, I actually found that remarkably quick for what we were doing. Um, that was one to. Three combats, none of them particularly small. Yeah, um, which we did with with no, which we did as a new rule set, playing two characters apiece, which is harder than having four people playing separate characters. Yeah. No, I, I really like the three actions thing. It gives you lots of flexibility about what you're doing in a given point. Heck yeah. Um, I. Enjoyed enjoyed Zen and all his wacky monk shit. The, um, the conception of being able to use a third action to parry and up your AC and the flurry of blows and all that kind of thing is um, is quite cool. Uh, I, I cry at his monkey lack of skill points, um, but such is life. And. Um, Charles has just kind of ended up being ridiculously badass despite the fact that I built him to be the secondary backup character. Yeah, Charles kicked all kinds of ass. I, I did love the fight with the centipedes where they're like, we keep fighting him but nothing happens. Um, 
the healing is is kind of ridiculously awesome to the extent that I'm sort of regretting not just taking changing his spell list to be heal 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 and heal. <laughs> but um, the um, I thought, but don't you just get those positive yeah, energy yeah. bursts? I, I can't. Today? I can't sponta- I don't spontaneously cast anymore. Yeah. I get channel energy uh, three times a day plus charisma, so four total. Yeah. Um, which I've used two of. But what Channel Energy does is I cast the heal spell. Right. But then separately from that, I've also got two spells a day. Right. Of which, which I can take heal each time. Right. So that taken, effectively gives you more. I've taken Magic Weapon and Fear instead of the Yeah. Um, but looking at how effective the healing are, because you just pull people into a group and go, be healed. I like the, um, I like the spell... I had fun playing Ember and using her spells. The um, stabbing things in melee is um, setting things on fire, setting things on fire, and using the cantrips. Ray of Frost is actually quite a nice cantrip. There's quite a lot of, you know, for a, for a re- infinitely reusable one, it's got some nice. And she's got produced flame, which is handy at the closer range. And um, I had fun stabbing something with my sword. I think I'll probably do more of that because there's a low level cast. Of course, the spells. Yeah, it doesn't cost you anything. Yeah. I do like how you are able to do your big spell and then a little cantrip on top of it. That's pretty cool. It is. um, I I can't do both of those in the same round. Okay. I can use a cantrip and stab things with a sword in the same round. Although you're you're deliberately more stabby because you took Elvish with proficiency. Yeah, yeah, which was was the goal because I figured as a low-level caster I would run out of spells and... I nearly already have. <laughs> you don't, because you've got cantrips forever, though? Yeah, yeah, but... Um, I mean, yeah, they're less good. Uh, uh, oh, right, big spells. Um, hey, you, you're always free to sleep in the, st- in the sewer. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's not, let's, not, let's not do that. Um, yeah, um... I think my, um... My characters need to be fleshed out a bit. <laughs> They, um, in play, they turned out a touch one note. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fine. Fine. It's only your first session, so... Yeah. He's got, already got a love interest. <laughs> yeah, he is interested in that. I'm still settling into playing them, but that is pretty... I, that's how I usually feel about first, um, first turn characters. Um, but yeah, I was pleased by that. Um, Stabby had fun stabbing. The, um, rage is less stupid than I thought it was, um... Because the combats tend to go by so quickly, the three-round thing doesn't seem totally great. It hasn't really come up yet. Well, also, you didn't take any of the really weird options where you can see in the dark while you're angry and then you can't on the fourth round. Oh, uh... uh, uh pretty much tactical flexibility boils down to head up with his giant weapon. But the, having, I'm actually okay with that, as I... Having built these things, um, they... The building was a pain, building the characters was a pain in the ass to start with, but became quicker by the time we got up to like number three and four. Um, the attribute generation is really weird. <laughs> yes, really. The, the fact that there's you no have, such thing as an odd number. Well, there's there's no dump stats. There's no such thing as an odd number, and you have to up your attributes in certain ways to the extent of. Um, you know, you can't get certain attributes to certain points unless your class or your race allows you to do so. Which is weird. It is. Um, the 
Yeah, also the uh, the conception of being an expert in something and thus having a plus one to it is kind of underwhelming. I think that that they're going to um, use that as part of the requisites. So being an expert, yes, it gives yeah. you a plus one, but then you have the feats on top of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm just mostly amused by Zian as a master of um, unarmed combat, has an AC one higher than the sorceress. <laughs> who, who has no skill in unarmed un, unarmed combat whatsoever. And no um, equivalent spell to mage armor. So, yeah, and the, the other thing we found was... Um, some of the feats and shit are really, really nitty and underwhelming and that sort of thing. Some of them are just garbage, but... Uh, uh, Helen has the amazing one of you don't have to make stealth checks when you're in rubble-based terrain as long as you don't move within more than ten feet of a thing. Which is... Yeah, so in this yeah. room I could have st- stealth better because I have the terrain stalker. Terrain stalker rubble. Uh, it's garbage, but... Uh, uh, and Charles discovered that as a human, he gets a class. A one of his ancestry things is have a free feet. Went through the feats and went, huh, mm, serious underwhelming. Okay, toughness, more hit points, stuff. But um, the you do have to remember this is a playtest. Yeah, I know. It's, it's made to iron things out. Um. Uh, Having read the system and built things with Jared, I was kind of convinced that these characters weren't actually going to work and play. The system played much better than I was expecting based on how it looked from the book. I'm, I'm I mean, surprised I'm sort by of, how well that played based on what we took away. I, I, um, there's lots of stupid stuff on the periphery. Yeah. Like my fairy dust ability, which is total garbage. And I've got, we've both got a, both of the char- all four characters have a bunch of weird ass abilities which are more or less completely useless. But the core of the system actually functioned pretty well, I thought. The combat worked okay and um, was relatively interesting. And the, you know, the characters got, you know, functional AC and fortitude and reflex and attribute stats and skills and all those kind of things more or less kind of ticked along. Uh, here we are. Here's my, my amazing um, Avadarian ability as a member of the Wealth Domain. Uh, I can cast this amazing spell that allows somebody I cast it on to re-roll a critical failure on their law check to practice a trade. So you need to be doing your job and failing at it spectacularly and then the spell lets you re-roll. And for that I need to take a domain power and spend spell points to activate it. Which is... It's like, yeah, I'll, I'll totally remember I have that thing in the background somewhere. So what was what was your takeaway from the GM side of monsters and adventure and bloody bloody blah? Uh, the monsters seemed to work quite well. The the slime uh, worked as it was supposed to. Just basically a damage sponge. Mm. Lasted, I think, two rounds of combat. Yeah, they looked fun. They were all quite distinctive. Yeah. Uh, shame I never got to use the poison of the centipedes. That can be quite nasty. <laughs> I do not apologise for passing my fortitude safe. I think the um, the stealth bits on the goblins worked really well. We snuck up on the goblins and then mm-hmm. they had you at the last moment. One, two, four. <laughs> yeah, um, the normal way we would have run that if it would be 3.5 would have been to make a stealth roll and come up to nearly melee. 
Yeah. Which I think would be. Sorry, don't want to cut you off. A bit less slow. That's not how stealth actually works in 3.5. Oh, though. that's just how we play it. It, right. it works. It, I imagine the DCs and skills and that are different, but it works exactly the same way. Move, stealth, move, stealth, move, stealth, move, stealth. I've long gone off it because it guarantees that sooner or later you'll fail. Yeah. But the other thing is, it, it in a context where you're walking across the corridor and, you can, and it's a question of how close you get to them before they see you, it's one thing. I imagine if we were doing, like, actually infiltrating the castle as a not moving in five foot squares scene, we yeah. wouldn't be doing yeah. the stealth checks till you fail. Yeah, but I just, um, as compared to the household version of the 3.5 one, it does kind of reduce the enthusiasm for using stealth because you are going to be seen before you get up. You will not get to do things like sneak attack because you just won't get that far across the room. On the other hand, particularly at low levels for it, um, your, your odds of succeeding are kind of random anyway. By the yeah. time you roll a stealth check and Adam rolls a perception check, you, you've got to get your numbers relatively high between them before it's anything but a dice roll. Yeah. Oh man, Bone sure was a boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I do think it's Temporarily unfair. invincible. It's unfair to... Um, I mean, the other goblins just happen to, you know... It's more like he got set on fire and survived. He didn't get set on fire because he was standing in the right place. Yes, he was standing in the right place because he's a favoured one. <laughs> anyway, I'm sweating on my feet. Thank you for the first game, Adam. Is there anything we need to do, um, period, for... Um, stuff on the other side of that as well. Uh, is there anything we need to do for um, uh, leveling characters, making other characters, twiddling stuff like that? I don't know what the um, GM structure for the adventure is in that. Uh, no, yeah. Nothing we need to worry about at this stage. Yeah. Like, easy good then. All good. Nice. Leave it there. <laughs>